Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? It means the boys are at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Let's yeah, go. baby. I'm Fred Slow. You are Van Nunley. Correct. Alongside us, no one as Tyler is back at the studio. Tyler, can you hear us? How's the technology? We're doing good. We're rocking. No Tyler on the talk back. He probably got a little anxious, probably got a little excited. I always get excited when I'm here. Yeah, here at the Y. A little excited is Tyler, so we're going to confirm that he is with us. and We'll move this program forward. we got a good program Today, we're giving away Snoop Dogg tickets, so that's going to be a big deal. Wait. We'll do that. Wait, 420? The, <laughs> it's not the worst idea you've ever yeah, uh-huh. Did you just come up with that? No, no, no. 420th caller gets the tickets. That's Well, I'm not taking calls on this. <laughs> uh, text the program. So, But we'll do that. We'll, we'll have a call for action for that. So that will be very good. We are very excited about giving away Snoop Dogg tickets, so we'll make sure that gets done today. Let's give away two sets. You want to give away two sets? Two? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. How spoiled this crowd is. The um, the big football practice was last night. That football. was kind of, kind of a cool thing for UNM, so we'll talk about that a little bit. I talked to Scott Cregan over Graphic Connection today. Okay. Yeah, he was out there, so he's our unofficial correspondent. He was saying quarterback looked real strong, said he was zipping the ball a lot. He said... The new 6'5 wide receiver looked real strong. He's going to play real well on the outside. So he was talking about that. So obviously a buzz around the UNM team. I think it's something crazy like 35 new scholarship players. And more coming. And more coming. So, yeah, so that thing is coming together. So we're very excited about that. Tyler, are you with us now? Yeah, we're here. We're rocking. All right. Well, I appreciate yeah, baby. that. Kind of left me hanging there for a second. I mean, I mean, nervous in a whole bunch of ways. I don't like to be nervous. I did. We're, we're learning a lot over here. It's, well, you're doing a good job, and you're new to the job. And Van and I had a big production meeting about you today, and we think we're going to keep you around. Ooh, I like that's that. What, yeah, that's what we said. So we're very much excited about that. Lots going on in the world of basketball. Well, I mean, let's be honest. It was a split vote. <laughs> Between the two of us. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who voted for or against, <laughs> but it was 50-50. That's to uh, tie goes to the runner. You look like a good runner. The uh, Tyler goes to the runner. Yes, thank they you. They say that. Uh, they say Tyler goes to the runner. So get me off of this go. EBT, boys. It's <laughs> everything. Everything you can do in your power, just uh, help your boy out. Yeah. So there, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of talk going on. You want to talk about the Daniel Jones thing to start? Yeah, how they just ruined their franchise. Sure, let's talk about it. You feel that way? Yes, that is a waste of forty million dollars. And he's got like thirty, another forty million in bonuses. He could make fifty million dollars a year. That's that is Lamar Jackson money. That is not Daniel Jones money. Good work if you can get it. First off, okay. First off, let's get that out of the way. Congratulations to Daniel Jones and the Jones family. Now the rest of the NFL literally has to keep up with the Joneses. But congratulations to Daniel Jones and his family. Um, apologies to the Barkley family. 
as they didn't have that big payday, as Saquon got franchise tagged. Which one did he get? Did he get the transition, or did he get the outright? Or he got the, the outright. He got the exclusive. Okay, so that's bad for him. The franchise number for running backs is not high enough. It's not high enough. So that's bad for him because you want you want a guy that wants to be there. And whenever you're exclusive a guy, that means he can't talk to other teams. And when a guy can't talk to other teams, say Quan Barkley, that is, whenever a guy can't talk to other teams, he ain't going to put in the effort for you. Because with the transitional one, you can go to another team, you can get an offer, you can accept that offer, and then you have to be traded. And I think the price man is two first-round draft picks? Correct. Okay. So with the exclusive one, can't talk to no one. Can't nope. work no deals, can't do a That's thing. That's it. You get the whatever the number is. I'll have to look it up. But you get the number, um, and then you're stuck. And what you don't do is you don't go to voluntaries. You don't go to OTAs. Mm-hmm. You don't even go to training camp. You just, yeah. you just show up the week before the season starts and insert yourself. And if you're guys, uh, and I'll just give you an example. Who's the guy? Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson knew this thing was coming halfway through the season last season as they're negotiating for two years. And what's he do? Sits out the Final Four and the playoffs? Like, I'm telling you, games don't matter to these dudes. Money matters to these dudes. You're not going to be able to bring in offensive coordinators. You're not going to be able to bring in other talent around the ball. You're not going to be able to build rapport with your offensive linemen. You're not going to be able to – and by the way, I'm going kind of serious and heavy on sports right now, so a weird start to the program. But Saquon Barkley is not going to be that dude for the Giants if he don't have a contract that's greater than two years. I mean, it's it's kind of a double-edged sword here because – does he go after those big bucks? Does he try to ball out like he did last year during a contract year and go for a big money contract? Or does he play it mediocre, stay healthy, and just make sure that he has the legs to get a longer contract next year? Well, he don't. I mean, that's in what's the average lifespan? If you take out outliers at the running back position, which is what? Guys like Emmitt Smith who play 20 years and the outliers of guys who play one game, right? If you take all those things out, What's an average running back play? Two years? Two years maybe, man? Like Saquon Barkley, the odds are not in old boy's favor. Like he's he's entering the Hunter games without like a sponsor. <laughs> okay. Like, you, just, you just went NFL to Humber, Humble games like that? You, you think I'm – Four minutes into the program, you're talking Saquon Barkley has to enter the Hunger games because he didn't get a contract? Well, I, I am saying that. Like I'm saying – I'm saying – the amount and the value, which for the running back, I want to make sure I got it right here, is a little over ten milli. Ten point oh nine, so almost, almost ten point one mil. Okay, so ten mil flat is what we're calling it. The quarterback number is forty five. Mm. The running back number is ten. N- no. Well, I mean, you're just so easily replaceable. You're so easily replaceable. That's. I mean, the, the numbers are there for a reason because they've crunched the numbers and look. The Players Association agreed to these numbers. It's not like some insulting number that the Giants owners just plucked out of the air. No, the Players Association agreed to these numbers. So this is your fault. <laughs> not you, Fred Slow, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, but the last time this thing's negotiated, like Tony Pollard's not at the voting table. Saquon Barkley's not at the voting table. Running backs at the time valued, utilized, and paid differently than what they are now. And I think, you know, this kind of stands true, in my opinion, for kind of like the evolution of the game overall, to where you end up with a guy, and we'll use that Deshaun Watson example, who gets so much money in abundance on the outside looking in, 
that it affects it so drastically for everyone else. Now, to me, that's that's like twofold, right? So if you're the Ravens and you're sitting down with Lamar Jackson, you're like, hey, um, that's not real. Like, we see it. Mm-hmm. That's not real for you. Real for you is the other 31 or whatever, guys. And then you have those conversations. And then Lamar says, yeah, that's not real. But it factors in the franchise tag. So you end up in this conversation about do you want to leapfrog the dude that's at the very top? And by the way, Patrick Mahomes used to be at the very top. He got leapfrogged. By the way, we can go all the way back to whoever, right? Patrick Mahomes took a pay cut, restructured his contract. Trying to figure it out. He pulled like a diet Tom Brady. Yeah. Like not a full-blown Tom Brady contract, but like he's like, you know what? Let's put like 10 milli back in the war chest. Tom Brady said today he's not coming out of retirement because he got a baby kitten. I saw that. That's not the best reason. He can <laughs> afford a cat sitter. Cats uh, historically do well in isolation. Yeah. They just... they kind of like, they've been fine for generations. They do not need you, Tom. You know how I know this? I've met a cat. Yes, I'm familiar with how cats work. Yes. Catlery. Daniel Jones, $82 million over the first two years. So he's 25. It's a four-year deal. Is that right, man? Mm-hmm. So he's going to get another one. Yes. If he can play well enough to make it through this one, I don't think he's that good. Well, he's got the greatest agent of all time. I don't know who it is. He's got a guy. Kaiser Sose? Like, how do they pull this magic trick? Danny, 820 million dimes. That's so many dimes. God, dude, that's incredible to me. And the franchise tag goes over to Saquon Barkley. If you're Saquon, are you mad at the quarterback? You're absolutely not. There's no way you're mad at the quarterback. No. No. No, he's got to get his, just like Saquon wanted to get his. But then again, there's like a little... Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes element. Saquon's going to be in that backfield every time. Like, Daniel could have took $5 million less mm-hmm. and had me right here behind him. Well, and Danny Dimes gets, what did we just say, 41, whatever it was, mm-hmm. 41.5 over the first per yeah. year over the first two and then whatever the remainder is. Because the uh, non-exclusive franchise goes to Lamar, he's going to get about 30. Now, if it would have been the exclusive, it's a different number. Like, we're having a different conversation. But he gets the non-exclusive, so his number's around 30. So the Giants, in theory, could have had Lamar Jackson for $10 million less a year, which is kind of a crazy concept if you're thinking about it in this way. Because now there's going to be and one of the five teams that you're probably not going to put in there, right? You're probably not going to put Kansas City, probably not the Giants now, probably not the Saints mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Probably there's only a handful of them Correct. that won't talk to Lamar Jackson. Only a handful. And the Giants have taken themselves out of that consideration. And if you're a team like the Jets, if you're a team like, I think the Jets is the best one. If you're a team like the Jets, you say. Oh, the Giants aren't all the way out of it. Unless Daniel Jones got a full no trade. That could, this could be a sign and trade piece. Well, Giants give you Daniel Jones and a first rounder. Why you, you get Lamar Jackson, you pay him New York money. I didn't think about that. It's an, I doubt it, but I think it's an option. The I also doubt it because the way I think I understand it, well, you can negotiate it out, though. You're right. Because you say the price is two, and you have to do it. But also, you could just do whatever price you wanted. Mm-hmm. You have to do the two first-rounders. But it can be whatever price you want. Yeah. I don't think I see the Giants doing it that way, though, because, because the cat's only 25. 
I look, I hope the guy proves me wrong. The New York Giants are in a small handful of teams when they're competitive. Football's just better. Oh, I agree. Yeah, you know. But I would rather have, if I was the GM of the Giants, I would rather have Jimmy G. You've heard me say this ad nauseum on the program. Program, of course, being two men on 95.9 FM AM 610. The sports animal. Are you talking about this program? This two one right here. On, on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. That exact program. Okay. Thank you. I talk ad nauseum about this, that the Giants should sign Jimmy G, who's just as good as Daniel Jones for half the price, sign Saquon, get three more good years out of him, get a receiver, and get another lineman. You could get all of that money. You could get all those players for the amount of money you saved not paying off Daniel Jones $40 million a year. The NFC East about to end up crazy. You already got Dak to make that money. You got Daniel Jones to make that money. If Jalen Hurts asks for $70 million a year, I'm going to have a zero surprise look on my face with the way that that division is played out. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the Washington Guardians, depending upon if they sell, kind of what goes on with them, you're going to have maybe three of the highest dudes to ever make money at the position making money at the position. To me, Jalen Hurts seems like a team guy. He's going to get his value. He's going to get a ton of money, but he's not going to max it out and ruin the salary cap for his Super Bowl contending team. Like, every year that him and A.J. are healthy and they got above-average defense, they're in the conversation. And I don't think he wants to ruin that by resetting the quarterback market. And if he does, like, cool, go crazy. Mm, Money is going crazy in the NFL. It's that quarterback money that's going crazy in the NFL. Like, I just, I'm not at a point where I think I super understand it. I'm not at a point where, because if you were to go back and be like, Hey, Fred, look at um, like 2021 Fred. Look at this money that's going to be in the quarterback position. I'd be like, this is a, this is a fun joke you're showing me, future Fred. Because mm-hmm. I would not have believed where we would be here in the 2023, just two years removed. Because two years ago when it's Patty Mahomes at the very top, and I'm thinking, okay, this makes sense. And that Deshaun Watson thing screwed it all up. yeah. And I'm a big fan. I'm pro-labor. We talk about this all the sure. time. But I just... It I, sucks that he's the one that got it. Like, I'm glad somebody got it. It sucks that he's the one. You paid that guy all that money. I agree with all of that. we got a lot going on in the program today, including a lot of NBA talk. Hey, I'm excited for this next segment because we have sales manager at SunWest Silver, Kevin Gibro coming on with us yeah. to give us the saga of Iron Man. He's going to join us on the Sports Animal Hotline. Correct. That is correct. Coming up next. And and he's the owner of? Uh, he's the sales manager at SunWest Silver. And we're going to talk to him because, uh, well, we, we kind of not exhausted, but we definitely gave a fair amount of coverage to Iron Man, uh, Iron Man Well, yes. Optimus Primo. All Subsumus Prime. Correct. The uh, we did an entire segment on really clever. Uh, ch- ch- what, what did we call it? Cholo Transformers. Cholo Transformers. Correct. So that's yeah. going to be good. So we'll do that when we get back. After that, um, we're going to have a big conversation about Snoop Dogg tickets. Ooh-wee. So stick stick with us as we interview Kevin Gibro, sales manager at SunWest Silver. He's going to give us the whole saga, beginning to end, of Iron Man. And I'll tell you what, he was celebrated, but kind of had a very Albuquerque ending. So is life. Mm-hmm. So is life. Updates on uh, how he will. Re- will there be a sequel? That's the question. I guarantee you there's at least a teaser, brother. Tyler, everything looking good on your end? Everything's looking good, and I totally, absolutely understand uh, 
negotiating with other teams in non-exclusive tags now. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's a learner. Uh, there's a small. See, uh, the good thing about Tyler. Yeah. Is like he's on. He's kind of on our path. Yeah. He's gonna damage his brain with drugs and alcohol. I've never done. But that. he's 25. Just like Daniel Jones. He could turn it around any time. The thing about Tyler. His brain still works. Like, it's still pliable and malleable. He's a f- functioning frontal lobe. I'm very happy for his trajectory. Sure, but a two-way street here, Van, is I don't think Tyler always knows when we're lying to him, and I don't think we always know when Tyler is lying to us. Fair. Two men on, 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program where today we are giving away multiple sets of tickets, man. We're giving away two as Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, Warren G, and Burner are coming to town with the high school reunion tour. That's going to be a, a lot of fun. August 22nd. Uh, I'm excited to take Tyler to that because uh, I would like him to learn about hip hop. Are you sure you want to expose me to the things that will be entailed? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Our sweet little innocent boy. Yeah. We don't want to expose him to all that jazz cabbage usage. Tyler, say, we'll be walking in with the parking lot, and Tyler's like, I'm carrying. And everyone's like, it's legal yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, of course you are. You're, you're doing that. Joining us, Tyler is our, is our friend with us, Kevin. Joining us on the Sports Animal Hotline, Kevin Gibo. He's the sales manager. Excuse me, Gibro. He's the sales manager over at SunWest Silver. Kevin, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing good. I appreciate it. It's uh, uh, Gibro, G-E-B-R-O. G- G-E- I, I told him, Kevin. The, well, it's my handwriting. That's, yeah, my, that, that's my fault. It's uh, always going to be Fred. Fred, we understand. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, uh, you have had an emotional week. It has been a roller coaster of ups and downs, and the biggest down was literally Iron Manuel falling over. Talk about how you and and everyone over there at SunWest Silver survived just a, just a chaotic week there at the intersection of 4th and Lomas. Oh, it was crazy. I, first of all, the whole thing, that whole thing started as if something the owner decided to do for the kids out there. He bought those things out of a, a company out of Las Vegas, and it started off with the two guys, the two, uh, the two robots. You've got um, great figures there, and everybody just went nuts. And so he had an opportunity to pick up the Iron Man, and nobody expected the, the reaction that we got out of that thing to the point where there actually are a couple of surprises coming in. Nothing to do with what happened in the crash, but um, <laughs> the reaction just in that alone, it was just insane. I mean, we're a jewelry company. Who would ever thought something like that to get that kind of attention? Kevin, so, I want to rewind. The media's been... Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Kevin, I want to rewind back to the beginning. Like, whose idea was this? Where did this come from? Because like you said... Like you're you're a silver company, you're a jewelry company on the corner right. of Fourth and Lomas in downtown Albuquerque. <laughs> this doesn't seem like a natural fit to me. Nothing we do is a natural fit. We're a jewelry <laughs> nice. company. We're known to sell pinion. We're probably sometimes the biggest pinion dealer in the city. It's crazy. <laughs> but uh, the company's owner, his name is Ernie Montoya, which is he's been around since shoot, since he got out of Vietnam in the early seventies, and he started wow. this thing, and. Um, there was a deal he was working on in Las Vegas with some stones, and he ended up purchasing the first two Transformers, and it just kind of worked out between him and the uh, the owner of this other company. 
And it got set. That's what really started. It was this, just our connection with this company out in Las Vegas. Uh, customer buys jewelry from us. We're a large wholesale company. It's more of what we do, a little bit of retail. But it, we brought them out there, and that started all the photographs with the kids coming in. I mean, it was nonstop media. And when he saw that, that's kind of what was the kicker was those first two guys. And then so he got a chance to do Iron Man and they're close friends. So he, you know, he purchased the Iron Man um, straight out and um, that thing got all the attention. I mean, the other robots almost got set aside and... Since that happened, we kind of have, like I say, a couple of plans going, but the, the Iron Man, that has been the main focus for everybody. And it's just crazy the amount of media attention it got. Um, but it was really it had more to do with the fact that the, you know he saw the reaction with the two, with the kids with those first two guys and he kind of did it for them. It really it has nothing to do with what we do. It doesn't really bring in any jewelry business to us because we really are primarily wholesale. But that was just something for the area, you know, something besides the courthouses out there to give it some color. Um, the company is just a little bit different than your average boat. It's. Uh, you know, it's pretty amazing the the response that has gotten. Kind of interesting what's happened over the last week with this whole thing, too. Now, Kevin, do you or Ernie know what competing jewelry store in town sent this Hitman truck uh-huh. after Iron Man mm-hmm. Well? We need, we start uh, the putting problem some is names. that probably, I sell to all those guys, brother. They're all my customers. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem i i don't think they were i don't think it was them but to be honest with you i felt bad for the person that it happened to because we've got it all on video i mean i've i don't I even know how much that. has been put out there but she felt horrible when when that whole thing transpired and she got out of her car thank god she was safe um nobody got hurt as far as i know off that whole thing and she was Besides just Tony panicking back and forth you know, about the whole that she couldn't believe she just should have stopped, should have stopped. It's like, you know, things happen. Um, I, I can't blame my customers out there because God bless them. They're the ones that keep us in business. Now we need to, obviously, we have to go. Unless, it was, unless it was Fred. I don't know, Fred. I don't know if it was you. <laughs> so we, I pull up to the studio uh, considerably before Van does um, on days where the studio, and Van comes in. What, what day was it that it got knocked over? I don't remember now. But Van comes in, and he's like, we have to change the whole program. Yep. He's like, he's like the whole world is upside down. Here's the new plan. Has, Kevin, has anyone reached out to you locally to show their support in the world of athletics? Have the Isotopes called? Have the United called? Did UNM send a bouquet of flowers? Has there been any support from those that we so often support? No, I haven't heard anything <laughs> from them at all. I get more from the just the general public. They're the ones that come in. The media has been fantastic because I've heard from every radio station. You know, they've all been a part of it. They've come in. They've actually even not even understanding what this company is um, would come in about those guys, and then we give them a tour of the company. And most people tend to freak out because they they have no idea this company is not your typical jewelry company in town. It's one of the largest turquoise movers in in the in the state. I mean, the guy owns five turquoise mines. He's got jars. He's got like 4,000 mason jars and some of the most rarest turquoise in the world oh, down in the basement. So the media has been really good about it. And so they're they're reaching out to us actually to do a further interview that deals with this company, which in the trade, if anybody knows anything about the jewelry industry, there's the Ortegas in, Calif- uh, in Arizona. These are old-time people <laughs> that are 
blessing <laughs> to the industry, and this is one of the last ones. They, you know, his nickname is the King of Turquoise, literally, Ernie Montoya. So um, the media's been great. The media's been absolutely on it. We're on with Kevin Gibro, sales manager at SunWest Silver. Uh, hey, we've had a lot of names for Iron Man the past week. We've been having a lot of fun with it, but it's been true. a little bit of mourning, a little bit of serious, <laughs> right. but mostly lighthearted and fun. We've been calling him right. Iron Manuel, Allsup's to Miss Prime, uh, 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 Optimus Primo. There's been a lot of them. There's been a lot of them. Does he actually have a real well, name? <laughs> he does he have a real name? No, but a buddy of mine wants to see if we can get him fixed and move him to Espanol and call him Chicano, man, and put a headband on him. That's nice. <laughs> it's like, you, it's that. like you can call him whatever you want, you know, but I don't know yet if we want to say and call him goodbye because – we're still evaluating that whole thing. He got hit pretty hard. Um, but <laughs> we love be that the guy, man. He's, he's pretty no darn time. cool. I loved him. All right. So Don't in know true, what's better, we... the surprise that's coming because there is a surprise <laughs> coming. And let's tease that after this. So in true okay. Albuquerque weirdo quirky fashion, an altar was built for Iron Man. Correct. Rest, yeah. rest yes. in power, King. But also in true Albuquerque fashion, defaced. Somebody burnt it to the ground. Did did the oh. altar at least make it to the memorial? You know, did the altar make it to the memorial? And then how did the memorial go, Kevin? Well, it did make it to the memorial. I went down there just to see what was going to happen because you never know how far this is going to go. Um, there was literally five people. I felt bad. I really <laughs> thought it was going to be like hundreds of people, man. It's like I was ready. But there was five people there. I drove by. I had a couple errands I had to take care of, and I came back by, and those same five people were standing looking at the memorial. The memorial was perfectly fine. There was nothing wrong with it. Uh, I believe it happened. It, it could have happened that night, but I believe it happened on Sunday. And it kind of looks like, and I hate to say this, like somebody took some kind of flammable goods and poured it down one of the flower stems and started the thing on fire. And I mean, it was kind of kind of sad because the whole thing tipped over on the photograph of the little kid that I remember that little kid there that was in the photograph when he had that shot taken that was a part of the memorial, and that ended up burning up. Um, it was really sad. Now a couple of flowers have come in to replace it here and there but um it's just i can't you know it's like like van said you know it's albuquerque you can't always have good things because you yeah. never know most people are good but all it takes is one idiot all right let's give us a little tease what's uh what's going down in the parking lot of SunWest silver well the owner has asked me not to divulge what they are but I'll tell you, they're big, they're bad, they're crazy, and in one case has nothing to do with the other ones out there with the same concept. But we've got, and I, I really don't want to go into what it is. That would be like beyond okay, what he's much, asked me to do yeah, because he really wants it to be a surprise. We were planning this as a surprise before this all happened. Um, don't give up on Iron Man. We're not sure what's happening there yet, but when the, when these two goods come out, um, I think it's going to... I think the kids are going to go crazy over, especially over one in particular. And right, uh, we, he's pretty special. You heard it here first, American Ninja Warrior course going in at the intersection <laughs> of 4th and Lomas at the Sun's West Silver. You got it. We're very excited about that. Kevin, thank you so very much, brother. This was a lot of fun. No, you guys are great. I love you guys a lot. Key to sports, by the way, is so you have five teams so that when one fails, you've got four shots at something. That's smart. <laughs> Don't hate that at all. <laughs>
Thanks a lot, brother. Uh, Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Okay, bye. Well, I tell you, we've done a lot of radio in our days, like a lot of like fun stuff. That's weird. That's a weird, fun story. I can't wait for whatever the next big thing is at SunWest Silver yeah. to take the place of this because I feel like right now in this moment, we put a bow on the saga of Iron Man. Yeah. And you heard the the overwhelming majority right here on Two Men On, 95.9 F and AM 610, the sports animal. I, I'm just so very happy. <laughs> Something else is going in there. So some other horrible Albuquerque driver can knock the next thing over. We are giving away Snoop Dogg tickets. Whenever we get back, we're going to do that via the texter van. We're going to take text for it. We're going to have a, we're going to have a fun little trivia question. Whenever we get back. Ooh. So stick out throughout the break. Obviously, we're talking NFL quarterbacks. We're talking franchise tags, kind of everything that's going on. But also giving away Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, Warren G, and Burner as the high school reunion tower tower tour is coming to town August 22nd. We're squeezed in right there between Dallas and Phoenix. So it's a Tuesday show. Ooh. So that means we will be on rerun that night. Because mm-hmm. we'll be there. Because we will be there. Mm-hmm. We, I already looked at Tyler's request off calendar. He has it requested off. It's oh, off. Good. It's off. Mm-hmm. More from the program. More from the Horn YMCA, the intersection of San Mateo and Indian School adjacent. It's not what intersection means, That's but whatever. It's pretty close. It's nope. incredibly close. Nope. Uh, we'll, we'll have some friends from the Y on today. They're opening up their summer camp. Uh, stuff today, Van. So you want to bring the kids out, get them involved in the camp programs. Also, uh, you don't know this, Van, (gasps) but a handful of my student-athletes in New Mexico Highlands University will be camp counselors this summer. Oh, that's great. And I'm very excited about that as I've connected uh, because, well, we don't talk about this time. You and I are on the board here. We're on the board of directors here at the Y. We're very passionate about it. Correct. With that said, um, I was like, hey, I got a bunch of Albuquerque athletes that play in New Mexico Highlands and maybe we'll do really good with a summer job and that thing. So, yeah, get your kids out here, experience some at least some young adults that I vouch for during the summer program, and cool. and a hundred other ones that that come and join the Y as employment for the short summer months. It's it's a cool opportunity to send your kids. Also, it's a cool opportunity for your kids if they're a working age because it is just an outstanding youth program ran by a lot of young adults. So kind of a cool thing. We'll talk, like I said, at length about that later. Snoop Dogg tickets and NFL talk whenever we get back. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. This. Live from the Horn YMCA. If you haven't been into the Horn, come in. ton of money went into a remodel. It's an absolute banger of a everything right here. We've got a couple fun guests that will join us later in the program. Ty will be with us in about five minutes. Snoop Dogg, my friend. So Snoop Dogg is coming to town. We're giving away Snoop Dogg tickets. We're very excited about giving away said tickets. It's Snoop Dogg Van alongside he, Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, Warren G, and Burner. It's the high school reunion tour, and they will be here on August the 22nd. I have a trivia, okay? Also, legendary DJ, DJ Drama oh, will be there. Oh, let me DJ clear drama. my throat. Mm-mm. Nope, that's not the one. The, um, not even close. Um, um, hey, hey, DJ. You're getting closer? Um, share. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ice, ice, baby. Nope. Check. Nope. Okay. Further away. I uh, colder. Thought I had it there at the end. Um, Quad City, D. Quad City DJ. Those are DJs. The um, DJ Tanner. 
I knew you were going to get there eventually. <laughs> I was just waiting. I was just waiting for DJ Tanner. All right, here's the trivia. So the Sports Animal text line, 505-246. You have to text the answer to the Sports Animal text line, 505-246-0610. Also, I need your name and I need your email. So don't just send the answer. Yeah. I need your name and your email. Okay, I'll have your phone number. It's the text line. Correct. 505-246-0610. Here's my question. Tyler, do not answer on air. I swear to God, Got dude. You. Here's the Here's the question. What is Snoop Dogg's preferred alcoholic beverage? Ooh, okay. okay. Oh, man. So what is Snoop Dogg's preferred alcoholic beverage for a chance at two tickets to the high school reunion tour August 22nd? And would you want to give it to the first one, the second one, the first one? The first one. The first one. Because someone Who's was waiting. Thumbs itchy, ready. Itchy trigger finger. So we're giving away a set of tickets. Hold on, when? Right now? Right now. Right now. Yeah. Okay, so ready to go. As soon as it comes, we will have that answer. But, yeah, the question is, what is Snoop Dogg's preferred alcoholic beverage? Mm-hmm. The first texter to the Sports Animal Hotline, 505-246-0610. You will be the big winner, the recipient of two Snoop Dogg tickets. If you'd like a hint, mm-hmm. friends of the show. Okay, you're giving away hints. After he consumes his favorite alcoholic beverage. Uh-huh. He is laid back. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Now, you would think he would have primarily only at that point in his life his mind on his money. Oh, but and that, conversely. Conversely. Money on his mind. He would have his money on his That mind. is accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From the uh, the first. All right. So the responses are starting rolling. That was and fast. I, and I'm going to tell you right here, the first one is wrong. Oh, that wow. is not correct. Oh, it is wrong. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that will, we can for, say say the proper no, name. No, not say until the, say not, the last four. Not until it's over. Say not, last last four. Give yourself another yeah, shot here. Eight eight three five. That's not the one. But there's a lot of ones. This was not the one. Nope. And there are some rolling in. So okay. they are coming in. Whoa, so, buddy, that's a bunch of answers. So let's do this. Let's go to break. When we get back, we will have a winner of the Snoop Dogg giveaway because they're, I mean, they're starting to roll in. That's the bottom line. There's so many rolling in. Who's joining us after the break? Ty. Ty's going to be here from the yeah. Y. Ty from the Y? Y Ty. Ah, a little Y Ty. Mm-hmm. Ah, you want to go to Hawaii, guy? Yeah. You want to go to Hawaii? Have a Y Ty? I do. Y Ty. Hi, Ty. My Ty? Yours. Tyler, you ever mm-hmm. worn a tie? Ty's tie? Uh, not so, that tie. Not Tyler. Yeah, not Tyler. Just Ty. To be to be clarified. It's, oh, okay. So okay. it's not Tyler. Lovely. More about Ty. The- Ty is lovely though. Not Tyler. Lovely. This Ty is lovely. Oh, if my last name was a verb. Mm. Wait, it is. It- okay. You just notice this. You've lived <laughs> almost forty years. <laughs> You just notice your name's a verb. <laughs> I know we got to go to break. Okay. Uh, off air today, Aaron Burnett asked me because uh, today is the 38th anniversary of We Are the World. Today is the uh, 38 <laughs> year anniversary 30. of the re- the release of We Are the World. I am 38 years old, right? So Aaron Burnett says to me, "Bet you were conceived to that." And I go, "Well, first of all, if today's the anniversary. I obviously wasn't. Yeah, there's a gestation period. Yes, and I said my my legal name is Manfred." So I was obviously, do what diddy. Yes. Obviously, I was conceived to do what diddy. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. Are not blinded by the light. I promise you. Also, there's a lot of lyrics in that song that I don't necessarily get. Also, there's a lot of lyrics in Snoop Dogg songs that people don't necessarily get because no one has texted us yet with the winner. Refresh that. Yeah, we're gonna have to refresh that. It's two men okay. on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal.
we got a big winner, boys. Congratulations, friend of the show, Virgil. Let's go. Friend of the show, Virgil, was absolutely correct. Gin and juice was the correct answer, Van. We softballed that one into you. Well, we were starting it out. Correct. They'll get progressively harder all week. Now, here's where it gets fun. There were kind of a lot of wrong answers. Yeah, really. And I felt like gin and juice was super easy. Was a very transparent one. So, who was the quick draw who got it wrong? Eight eight three five. So yes, eight eight three five. One pair of tickets every day this week. You're going to have to bear with us. <laughs> going to have to, yeah. Going to have to try again. There's, um, I don't know what this word is here. What is that? Uh, that is tangeray. What is that? That's that a gin. gin. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, that, all right. So you're going hyper specific. This yeah. Is a, this is a true Snoop fan. But they, over they, here, they didn't add juice. They did to not it. add juice. They just straight tangeray. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should have been more clear. Maybe I should have said what. Is, what does Snoop Dogg like to sip on? Okay. Maybe that's what I... I don't think that question could have been any easier. Ty McNeary joining us from the YMCA. Ty, welcome to the program, brother. How's it going, guys? Well, we're good. How's your summer camp? It's going good. Uh, we're in day two of registration, and uh, most of our locations are looking at it like a 20 to 30% um, registration right now. So a fifth of them are gone? Pretty much. A fifth of them are gone right what now. What is Snoop Dogg's favorite fifth? <laughs> it says it right there, Tangeray. Oh, all right, it's Tangeray. Yeah, there it is. Ty, you got that thing going on right now, including summer camp. Uh, there are themes. There's a lot going on in the world. Just talk to me a little bit about the excitement and, and not just about having your kid here, but having your kid back here in a quote-unquote post-COVID world. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a lot easier for us nowadays. Um, we have a lot of fun field trips planned out. Um, you know, we have a, a few field days, which is going to be site versus site. So we're going to go kind of head-to-head in some camp games as well as uh, – Explorer as well as the Natural History Museum. So uh, it's definitely a little bit better, I think, and a little bit easier for us to kind of get things established and set to go there for the summer. And there's a bunch of ways to sign up, right? you got some options. If you're uh, a single parent, if you're a full family, if you just want to put your kids in camp, you can get a family membership. You can just do the camps. You can do multiple camps. you got options. Yeah, definitely. We're running a great promo right now for those who are looking at uh, maybe getting fit for the summer for those uh, single-parent family memberships and those membership, uh, those uh, family members. Um, with that, you basically get two months of your membership for free um, under this new promo as well as 50% off um, of our non-member rate. So we're running some great promotions right now for uh, those families who are looking at doing summer camp with us. Okay. I got a real question. <laughs> Finally. Kids these days don't have friends. They only have friends online. Mm-hmm. They don't play in person. Oh, playing the Fortnite. They play in the Fortnites. They <laughs> yeah. don't have they don't have free play no more, Ty. Yeah, exactly. How are you gonna make my kid be normal again? Yeah, we're definitely introducing a lot of uh kind of curriculum based uh summer programs like we did in the past, but it's just that much better, I think. Um they're going to be interacting with kids in their own age group. You know, if they're into that Minecraft or Fortnite, they have something to talk about to meet a new friend during our summer day camps there. What are the kids going to be doing? Because you've got a bunch of different age groups, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's different strokes for different folks. There's different activities for yeah, different first. ages. Mm-hmm. What are the kids going to be getting into during the day? Yeah, we're going to be having a lot of uh, fun activities. So we've got some art projects, some STEM projects. Um, a lot of fun group games, so they're going to be interacting with not only their own age group, but then a lot of the other age groups, and uh, they just have a lot to look forward to for the summer, for sure. I'm busy. I'm busy guy. <laughs> I got to drop my kid off early. Is that cool with you? 
Go for it. We're open from 7 to 6 every day with our summer day camp. So uh, if you got to leave early, we're open 7. and then Like you know. 7 or like Albuquerque time 7? <laughs> uh, uh, unfortunately, not Albuquerque 7. It's going to be 7 a.m. there. Okay, 7 on the dot. 7 on the dot. So I'm gonna, do I have to send my kid fed? Are you going to feed my kid? Yeah, so we actually run usually the uh, city-free lunch program. So Let's we're still waiting to get back from that. But uh, we do feed your kids breakfast and lunch there and then... Uh, a few snacks as well, if we have that. So okay, do I need to do I need to send my kid with anything? Can it, can I just leave it here, shoeless and excited? Unfortunately, not. You definitely got to pack your kids some shoes and uh, <laughs> some comfortable clothes in. You can't have them uh, running around just in their underwear. But uh, you know, maybe at home. What's this thing cost? So we're looking at. So if you guys do decide to do our great membership promo, it's going to look at one thirty-five a week. Um, that helps us kind of reduce the cost of field trips and any uh, the swimming as well that we're going to be doing. One hundred thirty-five dollars a day—that's a steal. It's going to be a week, actually. What? A exactly. One hundred thirty-five divided by five. That's... Tyler, do that math. Oh, uh, I can't unfortunately <laughs> off the top of my head there. <laughs> I'm quick, but I'm not that quick. So Let me just do. Yeah, kind of sad for you guys. Was, it's like what, like seven dollars? Twenty-two dollars and fifty cents. Is it seven dollars a day? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what? It, it's not. It's, <laughs> wait, that's you pay for more than food. A Twenty-seven dollars a day. Twenty-seven a day. Are you messing with me? Not at all. To get rid of my kid. <laughs> exactly. You can one, get rid of your kid for about eleven hours a day for twenty-seven dollars. I make that. I make more than that in one hour. So, I can get rid of my one, for one you, hour. You I keep get, saying, get rid of your kid. That's what camp is, You're right? giving them a unique summer oh. experience where they have fun and learn. I know this listener of this show. It's not just cheap babysitting, Fred. It, Plus, I they know the, feed them. I'm wondering, could you guys even sign me up, honestly? Yeah. <laughs> Ty, I know. Tyler is 25. Can 25-year-olds go to your summer That's camp? That's a good question. Unfortunately not, but we are. We do have some spots open for staff if you're looking to get hey. high for the summer. Hey. Can okay. he can he be off by three yeah. so he can come produce our program? <laughs> well, he probably could be. We could probably manage that there. Is there a See, horticulture class that Tyler could teach? <laughs> <laughs> do you get that, Tyler? Tyler, do you get that? I, I do get that. I actually like that though. Like I don't I don't even know if I need like a competitive pay. They're doing free lunch for me. I'm there. Exactly. <laughs> Just free the lunch. lunch. Yeah. Good. Just free food in general. Yeah. You go to the nuclear museum this year? We are going to the nuclear museum this year, so that should be a fun one for the kids. You go to the Albuquerque there. Museum? We're going to the Albuquerque Museum as well. Natural History Museum? Definitely the Natural History Museum. What is the, well, I don't know what this is. The Tigex? What is that? I don't yeah, know Tigway is. Park is like Tigway. right next to Explorer. Oh, that's a yeah. word. That's oh. the big one across the street from the museums <laughs> and right, Explorer. Cool. Going to the zoo? Always the zoo. Explo- we can't miss that one. All right, but you're not going to go near Explorer. You're going to go into Explorer? We're going to go into Explorer. Oh, okay, it cool. should be a lot of fun there. Balloon Museum? Balloon Museum. Definitely learning about our uh, most popular event of the uh, year. So it sounds to me like you probably can't go to the Nature Center. Oh, we're always going to go to the Nature Center. We always got time for some uh, great animals out there and some experiences out there for sure. They're doing all of the stuff, Fred. The funnest <laughs> stuff. And it only costs me $27 hairs a day. That is a steal. So a to get steal. my kids out of my hair, it only costs $27 hairs. Correct. Now, what if I have two kids? Are they both $27 hairs? So the the next one is going to be basically a dollar off of that. So you're going to look at $26 a day. We give a $5 second child discount with that. All right. It's a steal. Sweet. 27 plus 26 is what? They told me. 53, actually. <laughs> I did that one there. <laughs> it pays to have more babies. It, by $5. Yeah, <laughs> correct. <laughs> Ty, anything we missed? Where are the camp locations? Are you doing the one off Indian school? Yes, we got the Horn location where we're yeah. at right now, as well as Montezuma just up the street from us. Okay. We have a west side location, which is going to be Sunset View, and then we also have kind of an eastern location, which is going to be St. Paul's Methodist Church. Oh, so all over town. You could have just all said that. All over town. Could have just said all over town, <laughs> Ty. 
weekly field trips, swimming, water play, arts, crafts, sports, literacy, and STEAM. Is this supposed to be STEM? Uh, they did change it to STEAM nowadays. Oh. I don't know. I'm not woke enough for that kind it's of acronym so there, but yeah. they updated it. <laughs> the, uh, science, technology, what, inter- and entertainment, and arts, <laughs> mathematics, just a few of the exciting activities that your child will participate in the YMCA Day camp uh, registration opened to members yesterday. Non-member registration opens today. I'm going to tell you this, though, right now. When you come to sign up, become a member. It's a better deal. There's not another way to describe that. Ty, anything we missed, brother? No, I think that kind of covers everything in terms of summer day camp. Uh, We definitely look forward to having a lot of you guys at the Y. So uh, we're definitely excited for you guys to join the Y family with us. Day camp starts May 30th. It ends August the 11th. So at any period of time, and you do them. Based on weeks. You don't have to buy the whole thing, right? That is correct. Yeah, you can select weeks. So if your family's going on a vacation for some reason, you can always take that week off. Okay. I mean, I mean, How accommodating. Yes. <laughs> very good job. Ty, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Whenever we get back, I think this is the story of the day. So we left it for the 5 o'clock hour. We're going to talk John Morant. We're going to talk the NBA's policy on firearms, man. Firearms. Tuning on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This John Morant thing's become a saga, huh? I got real weird real fast. So it was being reported, Mark Stein reported, quote, basically the CBA, which is the collective bargaining agreement, says if there is a firearm on team premise or on a team plane, that's an automatic 50-game suspension. That's why the league is trying to ascertain where the gun before the Instagram, where the gun came from before the Instagram Video. The gun in question is the one that he was holding, like it was a, uh, like it was a crawdad he picked out of the water. <laughs> yeah, that's a good example. Uh, Stein later walked that back a little bit from the automatic 50-game suspension statement. Okay. He went on to say a firearm on team premises is indeed in violation of the NBA rules and subjects the player to discipline, but there's no specific suspension length in league bylaws. Suspension length is imposed at the commissioner's discretion. I'm going to say it like this. They're walking it back already, what it sounds like to me. Yeah, well, and these are media partners. These aren't media reporters. Do not be confused. Confused. Do not be confused, friends of this show. When you hear a reporting on the NFL or the NBA or Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball is actually a little different because of beat writers trying to make names for themselves because baseball reporters are the worst of all reporters. What? Oh, God. Where did this come from? Are you being serious right now? You can't get in the Hall of Fame. Oh, you're talking about that guy. I'm talking about. Oh, that guy's the worst. Oh, they're the worst. You're painting with a broad brush here. But with that said, NBA reporting is uh, partner reporting, and everything that is put out is produced for you. But the takeaway is this. The NBA is cowardly and soft. If they do not, to the absolute max that they are allowed to do, by the collective bargaining agreement, if it can so be determined that John Morant is jet-setting around this country, flashing guns at strip clubs, and cosplaying a gangbanger, trying to be, what's the word I want, ratchet? I don't know what word to use. 
Uh, I mean, thinking classically, historically, it's just called a wannabe. <sighs> He's going to come with a crazy lie. He's going to be like, Nikola Jokic gave it to me. Oh, it doesn't matter what story he, he comes up with. It's going to have nothing to do with him. That gun never went on the plane because everyone who saw that gun on his person on the plane is be like, uh, I don't recall. So what are you going to do? You're going to convince people that you just borrow a gun from someone in Colorado? Do you know how many? Yes, exactly that. His homie, because he wasn't alone. He wasn't alone at the Shotgun Willie's strip club. He was with a group of people. It's crazy. That's so one of his it. homies are going to catch a bag under the table and fall on the sword for him. Then like, what's your price? What's your price? Boom. Duffel bag underneath the table. He falls on the sword. Right. He takes the charge. He goes to jail, not prison, for a couple months for the the gun violations, and then Ja Morant gets away scot-free with a slap on his wrist. And he pays X amount of money to old boy? Of course. I may have used a little language there. That's what the bag was, Fred. Yeah, no. It's I, a bag full of money. Well, we're t- I, know, I know the listener base here. I'm just trying to okay. be clear. Okay. Thank you. Who is bringing this influence and energy to John Morant? Because he's obviously a follower, coward, loser. Who in his life is saying, hey, you know what best practice might be here? Who's that person? Yeah. I don't know who it is. Riff Raff, maybe? Right. The rapper Riff Raff. He oh. seems like a good influence. Riff Raff. You mean, you mean that weird-looking character from Rocky Horror Picture Show? <laughs> Close enough. Jamie Kennedy. Maybe it was Jamie Kennedy. The star of The Mask 2, Jamie Kennedy? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. In supporting role in 1996's William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, yeah, Jamie guy. Kennedy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Tyler's like, why do you know that? <laughs> I can't believe you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. The NBA's got a shot here to do... The right thing. Like, they got a shot to say, hey, y'all, regardless of your jersey sales, regardless of your relevancy, regardless of your talent on the court, stop it. It's not going to stop until you make an example out of somebody as big as John Moran. This is the one that should be the one, Van. If they have the evidence, they got to give it to them heavy. You can't let them off this time. There are only three player suspensions in the history of the NBA that are longer than 50 games, okay, for non-drugs. Okay. Drugs are longer. I got them for you right here. You ready? Hit me. Ron Artest caught 86 games for a little thing called Malice in the Palace, right? He almost killed a guy. He almost killed a guy. I guess it's only two. It's only two suspensions. This would be the third longest. Latrell Sprewell, 68 games. If you remember, he choked out P.J. Carl Amisio. Almost killed a guy. Tried to kill him. O.J. Mayo was banned, but then reinstated. Um, that's a whole other thing. And Arenas, he caught 50 games, um, well, for the exact same thing, mm. which was a gun thing. Almost killed a guy. John Rant's better than all those dudes. Yes. Way bigger star power. And even Ron Artest at the time, who at the time was the dude on that team. Well, he, yeah, he was adjacent to being the dude on that Pacers team because they had Reggie. 
Because if you remember, that's the year that they probably could have got to the finals. Probably. Mm-hmm. But they didn't get to the finals. Right. Ron Ar- or, and Reggie talks about it sometimes, about how he hates Ron Artest. Correct. Yeah. For taking that one opportunity away from him. One shot. Bump, 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 bump. Is the NBA going to do the right thing, Ben? No, they are not. They're going to do whatever they can to postpone this, sweep it under the rug, and slap him on the wrist. There will be bigger news in a week or two that will take away this attention. And unless he is prosecuted by the state of Colorado or there is direct evidence that he had a gun on the team plane, nothing will happen. Case closed. I think i got a real problem with kids these days. Sure. Or how about... You know, John Morant is a kid to you. Yeah. I know you're referring to him as kid these days. But what bothers me the most is his antics and easily impressionable young oh, men. Oh, 100% yes. Yeah, actual kids. There is a dumb, there's a dumb ass okay. out there that says this makes sense. And John Morant was that when he was a kid. There is a, maybe, Tyler, you're of this age of idiocracy. Yes. There is a... Keeping it real mentality, that's not real. The phrase, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it 100. Yeah. The phrase, that is nothing. That is, that is a way to present idiot decisions. Hey, that's exactly the point. Does it, is it, it be like D- that? Dave Chappelle, I know you're not a big Dave Chappelle guy. No, I don't know him well. He had an ongoing skit on his series when keeping it real goes wrong, and it's people, air quotes, keeping it real, making horrible decisions and facing the repercussions. This is like the best modern day when keeping it real goes wrong incident in the NBA. We talk a lot about like the rub and the reward. Mm. Like there, the rub of this Instagram video is not worth the reward you would have got, which is what? What would you have got? If you just put up a selfie of you, you're going to get likes, tweets, reshares, all mm-hmm. those things. What is the value and adding this thing. What is the clout? What is the return? In, in his head, it's way different than in real life, though. Because if he was, like, hanging out with actual gangsters and he wasn't holding the gun like a new parent's first diaper good, that good, they're yep. throwing away. Good reference. Yeah. If he was actually holding the gun like uh, the way that a man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it might be different in his head. But the way it played out, not only... Did he do one of the most idiotic things in the mm-hmm. modern NBA Instagram era? He looked like a fool doing it, too. So, so he guess, loses out on both. He loses out on the clout he was chasing, and he loses out on being clean and respectable in the real world. Right. I mean, I guess so to give you my younger idiocracy perspective on this thing, I feel like the only times that I ever feel like like Instagram and Snapchat are, are validating my like actions are when I'm really drunk. Yeah. Right. Okay. I feel like there that is probably tied to the more deeper issue of what's going on when he's when he's committing that behavior, you know? Like it's I think there's a success and a partying going on like tied hand in hand to this specifically <clears throat> cuz the Instagram live thing with a gun in your hand, like that kind of the, the people doing that, I feel like that's that's speaking to that more culture of things, like the more Maybe drinking kind of behavior of right. all of this. <sighs> yeah, kind of nailed it. Yeah, I don't think Tyler's all. I just 
the fan base for that life, I don't know how it returns to you dollars, and I know it don't make sense. Like the amount, the the risk is not worth the reward. I just there's just not another way to say it. Yeah. There and and I know I'm being overly simplistic and something something the culture, and I know I'm just I'm I'm playing easy and I'm playing simple, but to me the thing is, if you're gonna if you're gonna put something out there publicly, it's got to be worth not just the reward that can come, but the backlash that can, can that can come. And I don't know how you present to others in a way to where they absorb that. Like, how do you make that keeping it real? Hey, look, I got the answer for you, Jaw. You got millions and millions of dollars. Your team has millions and millions of dollars. Your league has billions of dollars. Right. Get a marketing team. Get a hood-adjacent marketing team. Say, hey, put some people around me. Give me a social media person. Give me a public relations person. Let me know where the line is. Uh How can I have this – how can I represent this culture that I find so important that I want to be at the center of my life, the culture that I'm so impassioned about? I'm willing to make these stupid decisions. I'm willing to allegedly pull out a gun on a 17-year-old. I'm allegedly willing to – to pull out a gun on the visiting team's bus. Yeah. I'm willing to pull out a gun at a mall. Yeah. I'm willing to pull out a gun on Instagram. Hey, very expensive marketing firm. How can I look the part for my culture without getting my idiotic self in trouble? Right. Help. And they could formulate a game plan. And don't get a marketing company that's like, hey – um, you'd look a lot cooler if you didn't hold a gun like uh, like a stork bringing in a baby through a window mm-hmm. in an early two, 2000s childhood cartoon about how babies are born. Sure. Because <laughs> that's what he is. He has really good form on his jump shot. His form holding a gun is quite poor. Right. He's got five fingers, and he chose to use two of them when he's holding the gun. A whole other conversation we could have is how bad basketball players are at other sports. Wildly specific. It's incredible just how poorly they translate to other sports. You're a fantastic example as well. Me? Well, I'm good at a lot of things. You can hoop. Yeah, I can I can literally only hoop. You can hoop, but anything beyond no. that. I hoop super well, and I yeah. roller skate very well. Oh, do you now? Outside of those two things. It's okay. Quads only two, dog. I'm not messing with inlines. I don't uh, want to call my dad, have to admit my life decisions to him. Excellent point. Tyler, you roller skate or inline? <laughs> Come on, I kick, Tyler's a I kick flip. Did yeah. you hear that? <laughs> Did you hear that? Did you hear that chuckle? <laughs> As if. Yeah. Hey, but low key, there's Good times one. Tyler's put on skates like in the backyard when no one's looking. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's so freeing. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, if we put you on a roller derby track, would you be able to keep up? Roller derby track is that not just like a, a rink? Sure. The sides are angled. I don't know the names of roller derby uh, accoutrement. I can get down. That's there's there's okay. one here somewhere. Oh, I've tried multiple times to get them on the show. Yeah? I've tried so hard to get roller derby represented on this show, and I can't get any. You know what? This is a whole tangent I would go on. Okay. But I don't understand why. 
because I know where we sit with listeners. I know where we sit with the impact in the community. I know the product is good. All I want to do is get some weird roller derby chicks on here to talk about weird stuff and do like community social impact work. That's all I want to do. Why don't they just call me back? There's, there's two you probably shouldn't contact. That and so much more whenever we get back. <laughs> Zoom it on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Tyler, I don't know if you could hear us during the break, but we just had a new friend of the show come up here at the YMCA. We're at the Horn location. Yeah. Adjacent to the intersection of San Mateo and Indian School. Okay, that's better than on the uh, intersection, which it is not. 4901 Indian School Road Northeast. Um, if you're putting it in your, uh, your, your Apple Maps, what's the other one? Not Apple Maps, Google Maps. Google's. That's 87110. So, Tyler, during the break, uh, we had a full-on conversation about uh, we were ranking. We were doing an impromptu I-9 varsity of historical castles. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe that Germany produces the best castles. Vane, you believed it was? That Czech Republic area, Eastern Europe. Okay. now they uh, have the best castles. Okay, and Tyler, you believe it is white. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) I've seen one castle in my existence. So you was guys it a white aware, castle? Right? It was not a white castle. <laughs> was it Castle Megastore? That's a good on question. On the corner of Central and San Mateo? It was the Castle Megastore on corner of San Mateo and Central. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only castle that this tech is aware of. A short jaunt from here. <laughs> yeah, shout out to a uh, new friend of the John. Uh, gave us some Werther's Originals. He did. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, I felt like I was at my grandma's for a minute. That was kind of a nice thing. Got him from the pantry in his castle. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weirdest job. <laughs> Just give me Werther's at the gym. I got the franchise tag list. Okay. We're going to go into depth on Lamar after we give you the list, and we'll do that in the next hour. Don't forget, we're giving away more Snoop Dogg tickets today van we'll be giving away more snoop dog tickets we got another trivia coming up we're gonna do that trivia when you want to do that van six o'clock let's do it at six all right we'll do that at six so exactly 34 minutes from now we'll be giving away more snoop dog tickets that's bonkers because i don't know if you know van okay. snoop dog is coming to town with wiz khalifa too short warren g and burner it is the high school reunion tour hey don't forget about dj drama i could not it's a massive 33-city tour, which kicks off July the 7th in Vancouver. And our show is the almost last show. So it'll be Albuquerque, and then what we should do is actually just follow them, like a fish concert. We should do it here in Albuquerque, then Phoenix the very next night, Sacramento, Concord, and finishing up in Irvine. Also, if you partake in THC, the the jazz cabbage, the old devil's lettuce uh-huh. satan salad if you know what rolling papers are. you should probably buy some ahead of time because i'm pretty sure snoop dogg and wiz khalifa yeah are gonna buy all of albuquerque's stock when they get in scarcity a lot of scarcity <laughs> snoop dogg's not just like a rapper performer he's like a mogul he's an icon he's an iconic mogul icogel Lamar Jackson got 32.4 with the franchise tag. Saquon Barkley got 10. Tony Pollard got 10. I am kind of fired up about that one. Josh Jacob got 10 from the Raiders. Evan Ingram got 11. The tight end, Evan Ingram, got 11.34 from the Jaguars. 
Jaguar? The Jaguars. Oh, the Jaguars. And the Washington Guardians paid some guy named Darren Payne. Oh, he seems nice. Just under 19 milli. Never heard of him. He's a defensive tackle who oh, I've cool. also never heard of. Related to Major? If you were to ask me to name, that's a good one, Major Payne. If you were to ask me to name the three best running backs in the league, I might say Barkley, Pollard, and Jacobs. I might say that. And you're going to tell me. Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey. Derrick Henry's interesting because he's going to get traded. That'd be fun. Where could he go? He's going to get traded on draft day. I'm telling you that. And he's going to end up in the NFC. I don't know enough to tell you why. I know the Titans won't trade him to an AFC team because that would be suicide. But he's going he gonna to get moved because they put, they put city miles on that dude. But he's a different breed of human. Those miles work on him. Yeah. I, you know how, like, you and I interact with people and they're like, how do you guys keep going constantly? How do you do that? What, how does that work for you? And it's, well, I'm, I'm very extroverted. I get recharged by interactions. Mm-hmm. I get re- no one actually gets recharged by taking big hits over the middle. That's not real. If it, if it was real for anybody, it would be Derrick Henry. It's not real. One of those hits will be the last hit. You don't know when that hit comes. But eventually, there will be a hit, and there will be no more hits after that. Or it could be friend the show, LeGarrette Blunt. He just never get hit, ever. As far as dudes that we only interview once a year, he might be at the top. He's the best one. I don't even know if he made the show. I like him show. a he lot. He might have went straight to podcast. Did he? Well, you should <laughs> check it out. Lamar- Tune in on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get Everywhere. your podcasts. Wherever you get them. Lamar Jackson talking when we get back. Because, Vane, you think it's the deal of all deals. I think, I think it's a genius move. We're- it's- 4D chess. We are two men on live from the mobile John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Of course, we started days right here at the Horn YMCA, where we're currently broadcasting from. We're going to have a heck of a broadcast for the remainder of this one. We're giving away Snoop Dogg tickets at 6 o'clock. Don't forget that the weekend is for New Mexico Vodka. What vodka is that, Van? Teller's Vodka. Everyone knows that. You are currently getting strong and evolved strong, which is going very well for you, which is also why you were late for our business meeting today. Tyler, he said, sorry I'm running late. I'm hot yoga Hot yoga That is not He used a verb. it as a verb. You cannot do that. He said it to me. I said, fine. I'll just drink more coffee while I wait. Oh Don't forget gosh. that I-9 Sports is the sponsor of Every Day's Varsity, which well, I guess we could do the Varsity Castles. I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to figure out a Varsity at some point today. And lastly, big congratulations to Summer over at 66 Diner. Yeah. Let's go. 66 Diner, where I eat uh, all my business lunches. They're over at 66 Diner. Uh, but Summer just welcomed a brand new baby girl. In the world. Oh, so, so cute. Very exciting for her. I, I tell you what, I love pictures of like people's kids, but it's because they're so happy. I love pictures of people's happiness. Because the parent is happy, not the kid. Just, I want everyone happy. I want everybody to be happy. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, Tyler, I didn't do any preparation on this segment. This is all Van. He's going to convince me that this is the deal. The the Lamar Jackson 32.4 franchise tag, the non-exclusive, because that would have been like $45 million, is that right? Yep. Wow. 
is the deal. Okay. Overwhelm me, Van. I'm going to tell you why. Now give me a second to unpackage this. All right. So the Ravens and Lamar Jackson have been negotiating not just this offseason, sure. but last offseason. Two years. With the same goal in mind to give him a career amount of money mm-hmm. and lock him down for the Ravens to be their franchise oh, quarterback as long as he is able. You're talking about generational wealth? Correct. All right. And they wanted to pay him a lot. Like how much? Like generational wealth? But what had happened was mm-hmm. the Cleveland Browns, one of the worst organizations in any sport in the history of all sports, gave a alleged pervert yes. a record amount of money and a record amount of guaranteed money. Correct. And Lamar Jackson says, hey. I'm not a pervert. I'm not a pervert. Yeah. I'm an MVP. I want a playoff game. Uh huh. Give me that money. You gave him that. I want that. So two years of negotiations, right? With come to no fruition whatsoever, because Lamar would just say he would counter any offer with "No, I want that." Yeah, and just point at Deshaun Watson Correct. and say that the pervert part. No. The money part. Yes. Okay, that's the way better part. That's the best part. And they just came at an impasse. The old, uh, what's it, the uh, Mexican standoff, if you will. Yeah. So now, instead of saying, hey, we got Lamar Jackson, he's a raven, he knows the offense, when he's healthy, he's one of the best players in football, let's franchise tag him. We know we got him, we got him guaranteed for another year, we'll renegotiate next offseason. Common thought says, hey, you franchise tag the dude. But in my estimation, this is absolute genius right now. Because instead of Lamar Jackson saying, I just want that Deshaun Watson money, now since he has a non-exclusive tag, he gets to go and negotiate with anyone in the NFL that will talk to him. Because, again, the exclusive one, 45 milli. Correct. And he's got the 32.4 non-exclusive tag, which says he can sign, he can negotiate and sign with any other team, and that team has to give the Raven, Ravens two first-round draft picks. So what they did, and instead of Lamar Jackson... Also, this will be a sign, and this will be a new contract no matter what, because he's not going to go to another team. Like the, You're not going on the 32-whatever. Correct. You're going on the new deal that you just discussed. Correct. Okay. And that's the genius of it, because either... He resets the market, and his price is outside of what the Ravens were already willing to offer. Sign and trade. Minimum, you get two first-round draft picks. I think Lamar Jackson is worth significantly more than that. Or, hear me out, and this is when it gets really smart, Okay, that the rest of the league will not pay Deshaun Watson prices anyways. So... Lamar Jackson is going to get a boatload of money, but it's not going to be Deshaun Watson's contract. It's going to be a lot of money, but it's not going to be that contract because that contract is straight up stupid. So what the Ravens are doing, and they're like, they said, hey, you go out, you find your price tag, you find how much you're worth, and if you're worth to some other team what you say you are, congratulations. If some other team thinks you're worth what we think you're worth, We'll re-sign you. So are you saying that the Ravens are falling on the sword for the league to reset the quarterback market? Basically. 
there's a lot of layers to this onion right here. Number one, Lamar Jackson's going to have the opportunity to get exactly what he wants from another team. The Ravens are going to have the opportunity to see if the rest of the league thinks he's worth that much guaranteed money, which I don't believe he is, and I know the Ravens don't believe he is. And if they feel like the market is exactly what the Reagan's or Ravens organization thinks the market is for Lamar Jackson, then all they have to do is match that offer. So they might get Lamar Jackson to be their quarterback for cheaper than they've already offered for Lamar Jackson to be their quarterback by having this non-exclusive franchise tag. It is genius. It is yeah. 4D chess, and I am here it's, for it. It's only genius in your Madden salary cap roster philosophy, though, because like I mentioned earlier, new offensive coordinator in Baltimore. Lamar ain't showing up to voluntaries. Lamar ain't at the building today. He won't be at the building tomorrow. Lamar is not going to play in preseason games. Lamar is not going to show up until the league, whatever, 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 five, six days before the season starts. What you are doing, Baltimore, is, yeah, and in, in what you're talking about, Van, in the numbers, it looks right. But what you're doing, Baltimore, is you're really slowing down your offense. You're really slowing down your team. And you're not going to be able to create success because you haven't invested in your dudes. And also, everyone else looking at this is seeing that. This works for future free agents, the guys that are coming up on options. Like This is not an exact example, but Jacobs didn't get the fifth-year option with the Raiders, and then they had to franchise them, so they ended up missing out on a couple mil. Daniel Jones didn't get his option, and then they ended up paying a ton more in this new deal, which I guess doesn't super matter because you got a contract on it. But this stuff resonates with the rest of the NFL, and I think what you are claiming to be a positive for the Ravens and other teams I believe will be a negative for the Ravens because of players – and the fellowship that surrounds the collective bargaining agreement and those individuals that are in it. Well, sure. I mean, in a vacuum, that thought train is legitimate. But Lamar Jackson's a winner. He wants to win. He wants a legacy. He's a worker. Like, the locker, the, Ra- the Ravens teammates will tell you his offseason regiment is insane. He always, he always prepares for the regular season. He's there at all the camps and OTAs. Not anymore. If you want if you want to, I mean, hypothetically. Well, his offseason started in December. Yeah. Like that's Lamar's energy now. Lamar Cause he was cuz he was injured and his team wanted to make him go on the field. Right. So that's going to leave a bad taste in his mouth. Not only did the Ravens not give him the amount of money he wanted, but they tried to throw him on the field injured. That's going to leave a bad taste in his mouth. He's not going to do any favors for the Ravens organization anymore, and you saw that in the playoffs last year, and he had a chance to go back, but he decided to bet on himself and bet on his own health in the offseason and go get that money. It's too ruined. The relationship? It's too ruined. I agree. He'll get traded. Two first-round draft picks, a steal for an NFL MVP. You know how I know? People will give a ton more for Aaron Rodgers for a chance to get some primetime games for one season, the New York Jets. It pays for itself. Whenever we get back, Dane Linger's joining us. We're about to play a little bat. My favorite thing about having Dane on is when I say, hey, Dane, um, tell me your favorite thing about uh, the YMCA, and then he talks for 10 straight minutes. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite thing. Take the day off. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Wrapping up Hour 2 at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. The boys are at 4901 Indian School, hanging out at the 
Horn. We're hanging out with Dane Leninger. Dane, welcome to the program, yeah. brother. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. What's up? Summer camp fill up since we started today? Uh, yeah, registration kicked off today. We're getting to a good start. It seems like the numbers are growing, so get yeah. in fast and come get your spots. So I need to learn where you find qualifiers for some of these programs we have here because I see you have, like, Kids Gone Crafty, Yoga and Art, Outdoor Adventure. Disc golf is on here, and you didn't ask me or Van to be instructors in this program. Can we, uh, what do we got to do here? Who I, do think we gotta... I think we had some sponsored, you know, disc golf throwers are, are going to come be the instructors, so they're big time. That's crazy to me. Yeah. That's, no, see how I, just calmly and casually he just he put us in our me. place? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> put baby in the corner. That's what just happened to me. I heard no one's supposed to do that. No one's supposed to put baby in the corner. <laughs> do you guys play? It's, I mean, I mean come on. I mean, <laughs> we're, not, we're not in a league. No, we're in yeah. a league of our own. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay. Started during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. You drink the Kool-Aid. I feel like it's it's now a big club here. when people when you start playing, you I don't know, you kinda get into it. Well hold big. up. They're trying to join our club. Yeah. Yeah. This is the YMCA club. This... <laughs> yep, that club. Yep. And you should. Dollar a day, that's what it costs. So cheap. It's like less than that, right? It's so cheap. Yeah, it's it's really cheap, especially if you're a member, so what's camp cost? Um, our athletic performance camp it runs one ninety nine for members. Let's and go. Yeah, and that one we offer it's gonna be the months of June and July, the okay. whole month. You get um eight sessions with our certified trainers, uh really, really great um guy, Ricky and Ashley I believe is gonna be helping out as well. They're you know, they really love what they do, they're great trainers. They're gonna take the kids through uh you know, speed and agility drills. They really focus in on off-season, kind of uh, helping young athletes get better, um, doing a lot of cutting, a lot of ladder work and hurdles and uh, cone drills and stuff like that. And then they take them through nutrition. They take them through yoga, cycling, you name it. I mean, it's it's really the, you know, an all-encompassing program that's that's great for the off-season athlete or just to sharpen your sharpen your axe, you know? How much extra would I have to pay to get Dane to train me? Oh, I, I mean, that's where I started off was doing it. I, lo- <laughs> I, I mean, so I, I wrote the book there. No, I'm just kidding. So what all can you – what athletic skills are you trying to hone during these camps? Is, um, it, is it across all sports or do you have specialty sessions? How does this work? We don't, we don't break out into sport specific, but it is very much, you know, based off of – uh, you know, they do a lot of lateral movements. They do a lot of balance. They do a lot of it's 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 basically learning the you know your body and kind of body awareness and neuromuscular stuff and just really um, kind of adapting uh, any athlete to any sport. That's what we try. Whenever you got into the world of athletics originally, who was that person in your life that kind of inspired you along that path? Who's that person that was like? Hey, you could get into the world of training. You can get into the world of like community giving. I think I think with the background in physical therapy, I kind of um, got into it there. My aunt was a physical therapist, so I got to sit in on some sessions and kind of learn about the injury part of of athletes mm-hmm. of athletics. And then that was my that was my drive was kind of uh, physical therapy for a long time, and then it turned into just this love for fitness. So, so I guess my follow up to that would be. What is that like for you right now to 
possibly be that person for some young adults right now. Like, yeah, like you yeah. here at the Y and that inspiration you give to a lot of yeah, kids. Yeah, that's that's what we that's what I like. That's that's you know kind of and and that's exactly what our trainers. You know, I sat down with Ricky the other day, and you know that's exactly what he's saying. You know, he's here for he's here for the youth. He wants to do that for kids and help them. You know, become young adults, become better athletes, and you know, on and off the court or field. As a trainer, what, what can, like, the new member to the YMCA expect? Not like a elite-level athlete that's coming in here to work with another pro, just 9 to 5, Joe and Joanna comes in here. What do they expect from the YMCA? You know, it's just, it, it's really is the, just the friendliest place on earth. You know, it's, it's very friendly. They, um, everybody's welcome. I think that most of our, a lot of our, members here and stuff are over the age you know in this in their seniors um 50 plus so um just very welcoming very much we'll sit down with you have a nice conversation kind of get to know you and get to know what you wanted what you want to accomplish and help you along the along the way what are we missing what's the dollar number what's the date number Uh, give me all the vitals so big thing, big thing to remember is our summer sports camps right now. So we're we're going to be running soccer, basketball, and volleyball all uh, all summer. You can do a week long camp, and that for members is free. So oh, you got to cool. come come be a member. You gotta you gotta come join the camp for free, and then the specialty camps and stuff like that. You're able to jump on at a discounted rate. So so cool. Pretty good bet. So it's cool. Out, it's out, it's out, it's right the best deal in town. It's not even close. It really is. So do you have to be a part of the day camp as well, or is that different? Or makes, I just want to make sure there's no confusion with the You don't the have show. to be a part, but, you know, that's another another thing that they offer is that the day camps. Yeah. Um, so it's just another, yet another reason to come become a member. Of the best, best way to contact you. Uh, best way to contact me is going to be uh, either email, which is dleiniger at ymcacnm.org. Or call me, call me here at the YMCA at, at uh, 505-595-1515. Excellent. When we get back from the break, man, another round of Snoop Dogg trivia. Ooh, we stoked. We don't have a question yet, so we can't even tease it out. Uh-oh. Snoop Dogg trivia. Whenever we get back. Also, um, I found the craziest story today about the Philadelphia Phillies. You sure did. We're going to jump into that as well. Dane, thank you so much, brother. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks, Appreciate Dane. it. It's two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. There's an energy about this one. Okay. Explain. It's kind of mellow, kind of tranquil. I like that. A little tranquil. All right, friend of the show, get your texter ready. Okay. 505-246-0610. The texter, the sports animal texter. Texter, not the phone line. Not the phone line. Do you have a trivia question or do I? I got a good one for you. So we're giving away Snoop Dogg tickets for August 22nd, okay? We have a trivia question. So you have to text the texter, the sports animal text line, for Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa, Too Short, Warren G, and Burner. Also with who? DJ Drama. DJ Drama. Was he on the Jersey Shore? He definitely was not. Okay. You have to text the correct answer. Also, we need your email address. All right, oh, yeah. here's the new the, the answer. Answer. Your name. Name. Email. Email. Send us those things. 
And if you're the if you're the big winner, you're the winner. And it's just the first one. You don't got to be a weird number. Quick draw McGraw. Yeah, quick drawing McGraw. You whoever, should. whoever gets. By the way, pull over. Pull over. Pull over now. Yeah, I'm correct. about to ask you the question. Enter, first of all, save the sports animal text line in your phone, 505-246-0610. Also, you should totally put a picture of me and Fred under the contact That's, info. All right, I will reply to your text with a picture of me and Bam. Oh, the Internet exists. There's a bunch of okay, them. Okay, never mind. Don't worry about that. Okay. Also, if you've never Googled us, we don't look the way you think we do. Mm-hmm. That's 100% true. It's kind of the opposite. It's the number one thing we're told when uh-huh. people meet us. Yeah. Oh, that's not what I thought. It's uh, not what I thought. Yep. Even the, though I feel we've done a pretty good job describing each other yes. on this program. Oh, the program in question being? Two Men On right here on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. That's the one. Okay. Okay, we gave you a chance. You pulled over. The number should be entered in your phone right now, 505-246-0610, the sports animal hotline. With a picture of me and Fred. With a picture of me and Fred and soon to be Tyler. Okay. <laughs> Bam. The trivia question, Tyler, you are not able to answer this, Tyler. My lips are sealed. You are exempt, Van, for Snoop Dogg, Warren G., Liz Khalifa, Too Short, and Burner. Today's trivia question, go. What actual dog does Snoop Dogg have a striking likeness to? And the same answer is, what dog does Snoop Dogg turn into in the What's My Name video. Okay. Who is Snoop Dogg's doppelganger? And what dog does Snoop Dogg turn into in the What's My Name video? That's your question. Correct. It's an okay question. (laughs) My question I thought was better. My my gin and juice question I thought was very good. Okay, you started off too easy. You, your question is a paragraph. Your question was well, I added the look-alike part. You said really the real that question was unnecessary. Is, the it real question is, what dog does Snoop Dogg turn into in the What's My Name video? Turn, like transform into? Is that what you're talking about? So everyone except for you who knows Snoop Dogg knows this question. Okay, I don't know if that's true though. I don't think that's... You're 25. This is for... That is true, though. This is not for super fans. This is for Snoop fans. For people... Also, wrong answers coming in already. Uh, Lots of wrong answers. Just... That is not it. That's not it. I'm going to tell you right now. It is that? 4972. That's not it. It's not Rottweiler. No. Don't send that answer. It's not correct. So your poorly worded question was, uh, we got a which winner. you said your poorly, well, what you don't do, Van, and, one of the, and I know you're new to radio, is you don't announce early when you have a winner because it cuts down on the number of texts. You just learned an on-air one. You let it write out the whole segment. Now people have surrendered texting. Okay, get back on the interstate. Oh, Go about it, your dude. business. <laughs> You've been at this game a long time. Yeah. You know... You know the theater of it. Well, okay. Well, here's the reason why I jumped on early. You attacked my awesome trivia question. No, asked poorly. Because que- here's what you say is, hey, and what's the name of the video? What's, what's name? my name? Okay. In the what's my name video, what animal does Snoop Dogg anamorph into? 
That's all you have to say. Our listeners do not know what anamorph means, they, Fred. They also don't know your novel of an explanation of the what question. What dog does Snoop Dogg turn into? You know this is revisionist history from what you said originally. What you said originally was Who's Snoop, Snoop Dogg and his family's legacy unironically represent this. None of this. This canine creature's. No. That's what you said to start. No. You read it like like Alex Trebek reading a Final Jeopardy question. Trying to stump like Watson the computer. Okay, this is like your gin and juice question. Was very was like good. The one hundred dollar question, and this one was the two hundred dollar question. It's also very easy, as you can tell by this litany of correct answers. People are getting in. it wrong now. The answers have stopped pouring in since you told people refresh it. There's it refreshes every thirty seconds. It's a it's a program. It's an application. Hmm. The texter is a computer program. And well, we also went over 5,000 texts today. So this is very exciting for us on a personal level. But the point is... Wait, hold on. We owe a, sh- uh, we owe a shirt to somebody. Yeah, I'm not giving a shirt to anyone. Actually, congratulations to Tommy. Friend of the show, Tommy, is our 5,000 texter overall. You got, you got the question wrong. You got the question wrong. But you got the number right as you are the 5,000th <laughs> texter in the history of this program. <laughs> You turn a L into a W real fast, Tommy. Oh, gosh. Congratulations. So, uh, as Van uh, recently told you, all the tickets are given away for today. Uh, we're not going to tell you who the winner is until we get back from the break, though, because uh, that is how I'm going to try to save this van to keep the listener with us through the commercial break. The listener's not going anywhere. We have a fantastic program. As, uh, what if they pull up to the grocery? And they're like, i got to run inside to the grocery. Well, let me tell you how they do that, Fred. They download the KNML app I like that. or the TuneIn app yep. or go straight to TalkABQ.com mm-hmm. and be one of those jerks who listen to stuff on your phone really loud in public forget on speaker. Your, forget your AirPods. Yeah, you forgot your AirPods in the car. Don't worry. People Just are, put us on in public. People are like, what are you doing, bro? And you're like, trying to win Snoop Dogg. Uh, sir, the um, speakerphone... Uh, here at Target is only for employees. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying to do is put our show on speakerphone and pipe it all the way through Target like you're making an announcement there's a red light special. I am absolutely a speakerphone police. If you are like a speakerphone guy, I am the speakerphone police. But I don't talk directly to you when you're speakerphoning. Uh-huh. I talk to the masses. Yeah. So I say, am I the only jerk in here that doesn't want to hear a speakerphone? Mm. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Tyler. I feel like you live in a culture where you regularly talk on your speakerphone. Is this, like, regular between you and your friend? You guys don't talk on your phone. 25-year-olds don't talk. No, not at all. No, they I haven't had a phone snap- call since, like, 2019. Tyler snaps, Snapchats a series of hieroglyphics, <laughs> and everyone knows what he's talking about. The, you know, I work at that university, New Mexico Highlands University. Sure. And I've, uh, I, got a, I got student workers, right? I got young adults who work for me, and they're all great. They will regularly send selfies to each other that are just pictures of their feet with little quotes that are like, that's crazy. And then it's just send. And I'm like, what is the... Oh, that's a foot text. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, like, this is weird to me. They do it on the Snapchat. Also, maybe I'm an old man. If that chat is not there from earlier in the day, I don't remember what we're talking about. I cannot recall the last thing you sent me unless I can physically recall it with my eyes. Well, to be honest, that's kind of how we honest. operate, too, though. Like, we operate on, like, I don't remember what he just said, so we'll just keep it vague kind of basis. 
So you say nothing. Yeah, that's how our conversations are going. Sweet. That's a terrible life. My goodness. Read a book. Well, that's why you throw a foot behind it. <laughs> the other day I went out on a uh, Tinder date. So the other day I go on Congratulations. A, thank you. So I go on a Tinder date the other day, and uh, one of the like opening things, this person was like, I'm very tall. I was like, well, I'm also very tall. All right. So on the thing, I was like, hey, go ahead and throw on your heels. And they're like, so we go on the date, and later, like, we're having drinks, and this person I'm on the Tinder date with says, I didn't know if you were trying to, like, express how tall you were or if you were into feet. And I go, hmm. I got to rethink how I text people. <laughs> I didn't recognize. Uh, I was trying to say, hey, cool. Like, I'm not, like, a standard stock New Mexican dude who only sure. hits five foot three. Like, I'm, like, a super tall, handsome white guy from the Midwest. Let's go. By the way, speaking of feet, I need to open up a, a foot finder website. Okay. It's like OnlyFans for feet. I think I feel like I have some really nice feet, or at least slightly above average, and I got to start profiting off these puppies. You? Yeah. You do not. So what you're going to do, Fred, you're going to sit here. You're middle of the road at best. You're, okay, let's unpackage this for a second. Yeah. You're going to sit here and immediately conjure up exactly what my feet look like and comment on them i know what your feet look like you you know my feet well enough to not only comment on them but make strong judgments tyler what van is doing here is he's not alluding I'm to exposing the fact fred's foot fetish i am not doing. van regularly wears these stupid rope jesus sandals around all the time <laughs> and he makes he makes sure people see them he makes example of his tootsies and it is almost Nike Air Jesus season, and I'm oh, very man. excited. Oh no! He's like, he's like, it's you, Fred, and, and Van constantly spotlight. Van would put up a marquee to put the phrase Van's what was it Air Jesus Nike Air Jesus his Nike Air Jesus on like coming yeah. soon like a countdown. That's or you sometimes Air Max JCs, <laughs> but yeah, whatever you choose. No one's choosing those shoes. You know what else I get to choose? Some sweet jorts to match my Nike Air JCs. Where'd you get those? A thrift store, like a decade ago. Obviously, they're terrible. They're awful. That's why Tyler, I love them so much. They're made out of the rope that is used to tie boats to docks. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. And it's not even like a fake plastic rope. You know what I'm talking? About? It's like a. Yeah. It's like real rope. It's a legitimate rope. It's like real rope. Well, it's very... Not like a nylon rope. What are we gonna need all this rope for? It's very, it's very hip. Is that, is that hip? It is, yeah. No. I, actually, it, it hurts my hips <laughs> because there's absolutely no cushioning whatsoever, and they're only okay for walking on soft grass. You know how, like, in the pro wrestling world, when something is cool, they call it too sweet? And when referencing those shoes, they're just too much. They're just, they're not, they're not even shoes. They're like sandals. So yeah. they're like rope shoes. Rope. I'm Tyler, still, I'm wrapping my head around this. I'm they're sorry. wrapped around his ankles like a ballerina's uh -huh. shoe. Don't oh, wow. don't get fired until it gets warm, okay? <laughs> you're you're gonna see me in those rope sandals soon. I promise. We, Fred's, Fred's feet probably look like the movie Dune. <laughs> What's that mean? Dry into it. Per are we in, in peril. <laughs> when are we get back? The big winner of the Snoop Dogg tickets. Also this. Super crazy Philadelphia Philly story. It's insane. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
you like yeah boy and I hate tip. I know I'm hot and also be cautious. This is so we're back on the show. Welcome back to the show. Albert Ramirez, who runs the Y, he walks over. We're like, hey, sit down. Let's talk about the Y. Just laugh a little bit. He's like, no, I just wanted to see Van's feet. <laughs> uh, he is a big Rex Ryan fan. Big Rex Ryan guy. Yeah. That was from the texter, Rex Ryan. All right, you ready for the big winner of the Snoop Dogg tickets? Drum Vince. roll, please. It was Vince. Vince is the big all winner. Right, Vince. Yeah, so Vince was the big winner. Did also, you the, did you get the email? I got everything. I'm got all set. Email? I'm all set on everything. Excellent. So good. Congratulations to friend of the show Vince. Way to go. Also, congratulations to friend of the show Tommy, who we're going to get a T-shirt to um, because he uh, he was a five thousand texter. Yeah, and that's a fun uh, little thing for us, just personally. If he would have got the right answer, it could have been a double whammy. Because he, he missed it. Yeah. Friend of the show, Tommy yeah. missed it. He, he said it was a Roddy boy. It was, and it was not. not. The answer was Doberman Pinscher. That's correct. Doberman Pinscher. We also went for correct spelling. Uh, we did we? Yeah, so that's what uh, we did. Okay. So, we found Doberman, one person. Doberman Pinscher, man. Okay, I got one that's a weird one. And I, I'm i going to say there's jokes here. There's kind of not. There kind of is. Six former Phillies have died from the same brain cancer. No jokes there. Okay. That's not funny. The Inquirer, like the Philadelphia Inquirer, not the National Inquirer, they've investigated, okay? Okay. And they say this field, this field that these former Phillies played on, carcinogenic. Like the whole thing is just made of carcinogens. Like, it's still toxic, what is it, 50 years later? What's the name of the, the, the building? Do you know what it is? The Old Field? Yeah. Uh, Veteran Stadium? Vets, yeah, Veteran Stadium. Yeah. So they rip it down. They tear up all the turf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing of all time. They start selling it as memorabilia? Yeah. They parcel the whole field of turf out and sell it to fans. So tens of thousands of people have swaths of this cancerous turf. It's all over the world. Oh. Built on marshland, whole thing. It's the AstroTurf. Like, you're familiar with this thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so all these dudes, these six dudes, get, like, literally an, ab- an aggressive brain cancer. They die. They rip down the thing. They start selling around the country. And I think there's low-key been, like, a huge cover-up. Correct. For a lot of years. A lot of years. I mean, what do you expect to happen? You have, how long were they using this turf? Like, this investigation is going to keep going. But it was, like, at least 10 years this one turf was used. I mean, they had turf for, like, 30 years. But this one specific turf was used for at least a decade. So every single player... On that field, like, you can start tracking the visiting teams. What team was there more than anyone else? Who had the most games as a visitor in Veteran Stadium throughout this era of having this carcinogenic turf? Like, are these guys getting cancer too? Like, is an absolutely 100% direct link? Is some of the fans who bought swaths of this turf, right. are they going to get cancer too? Well, like, this is insane. Also, you don't necessarily put brain cancer on your 
radar when you're playing baseball. You know, sure. like thing to be concerned about. Yeah. You know, and what's so interesting about like commercialized products and all this stuff is, I mean, you can like test for so much stuff before cool. it goes to market. Yeah, exactly. Like, I get it. And this is not California. It's California. not a, that's a that's a deep deep cut reference yes. on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, soon as grab your guns, your shadows and done. Oh, is that other lyrics to the song? Driving down the 101. And then I say my thing? California. Here we come. <laughs> right back where we started. So, I just know the one word. To me, that was the song from Laguna Beach. I don't know if you know that, man. I did not know yeah. that. So to me, if something goes wrong, that sucks. Let's figure it out. The figuring it out was not telling anyone or assisting others or bringing attention to it. And, again, this is not California. It's not – feel free. California. <laughs> it's not the one in 100,000 <laughs> chance that this thing could be carcinogenic, so they put a sticker on everything that's ever existed, and the car that I bought here doesn't have the same sticker that a car you buy in – California. <laughs> that has this <laughs> – a warning. Uh-huh. But what I'm saying is Major League Baseball, Philadelphia Phillies, everyone involved, if you had a building built on a marshland that was probably a Native American burial ground, that was probably a Gotta be. old Civil War battle, that was probably mm-hmm. a, just name all, all these things. All the stuff. Yeah. If you're, Salem witch trials happened there, right? too. Yeah. If you're putting bad juju out into the world mm-hmm. and you're, like, just destroying people's lives, you have to do something about it. Correct. You can't cover this thing up. It seems to have been insanely covered up. And, and there is a good chance, and now hear me out. Yeah. They're just stupid. We're talking Philly here. By the way, we love Philadelphia. Do we? If there's a Philadelphia cheesesteak shop in town. Wants to be a friend of the show, 505-246-0610, uh, at TalkABQ on Instagram. <laughs> Put it all out there. <laughs> but this is Philly we're talking about. This is the Phillies organization. They're like, they didn't notice six dudes who all played together a couple, like a generation or two apart all had the same brain cancer? Doug, what I'm telling you is that didn't stick out. There, there were like, there had to have been like pipes running underneath the field. That, like, guys were getting drinking water out of. There had to be something of yes. that nature. Yes. Where it's just, like, a leaky boy. It's a, it's a terrible leaky boy. And also, like, aside from the brain cancer deaths, there's a bunch of other side effects, too, like decreased fertility and immunity to fight infections and increased risk Ooh, of asthma. decreased fertility? I'm yeah. back in. Thyroid disease. Grave environmental and human health risks, according to Philadelphia officials, and... Notre Dame University has tested all these things. And with all that said, Van, Major League Baseball was like, oh, this is crazy. Mm, that's wild. You've been knowing. Yeah. Tell the world. Oh, I think that's what we're doing right now. This is on the Philadelphia Inquirer. Go to inquirer.com. The article is there. Um, yeah, just, a, just an insanely crazy story. Also, I don't know what you know about AstroTurf overall, Van. But it has been the um, it has been the stop to a lot of people's professional careers. Yes, it was uh, convenient. It was cheap. It is not better than grass. Fifty years later, grass is still better, Thanks. except for the Super Bowl in Phoenix. It's only called AstroTurf because the Astros put it in first. Because they were the first ones. They were the first ones. Yeah. It's, it's called. It's literally called like Monsanto grass. It's called like 
like something terrifying, but it caught like a cool name. If it's called Monsanto grass, uh, I'm staying away from it the rest of my life. So are you ready for the actual name of it? Okay. So it was developed by um, Monsanto and the Ford company. It's called Kimgrass. That's okay. No one decided that this could be bad. Monsanto saw a branding opportunity, called it AstroTurf, and it is um, the worst. Just like my Astros. Now, I don't know if you know about Monsanto. It's based in St. Louis, Missouri, where I am from. And it is... um, um, The devil. It is kind of, but... Yeah. They donate a lot of AstroTurf to schools for kids to play. Oh, it's the devil. Ah, yes. Okay. They, this is coming full circle here. They're uh, GMOs and <laughs> just ruining the future. No big deal. Hey, dead ass. They called Major League Baseball and they're like, "You say one word." Yeah. You know, you know how in bed we are with the St. Louis Cardinals. Sure. You ruin us, we ruin you. Yeah. We're Monsanto. Yeah, Mob Santo. Who do you, who do you think you are? Baseball? Yeah. Football? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyler. Are you even familiar with AstroTurf? Yeah, I smoked some AstroTurf before I came into the studio today. <laughs> Tyler, I need to see the notebook you keep of bits that you're <laughs> going to make from this show. You should turn everything we do into a bit. It's actually about so much of what we're talking about today, carcinogens. We're talking <laughs> about cigarettes. That's that's sweet. I mean, we got that going. It's a lot, just it's keep, a lot just of keep softball and stuff in there to you, Tyler. We, uh, yeah, I have a... Uh, this is a little back-of-the-house stuff. I have a meeting tomorrow morning with the American Lung Cancer Association, right? So we're going to do a thing with them. So uh, some of us on this program uh, smoke cigarettes, and the conversation was... I think one of us does. Yes, not me. And <laughs> the conversation went, yeah, I would totally quit smoking cigarettes if someone paid me to live longer. <laughs> and I said, I believe that's just called life. You know, they say cigarettes take seven minutes off of your life. Right. It's... Not the good ones in the middle. It's the horrible ones at the end. If you smoke if you smoke a cigarette, it doesn't take seven minutes off the first time you saw Star Wars. It doesn't take seven minutes away from when you lost your virginity. It doesn't take seven minutes away from when Jordan Alvarez hit that go-ahead homer Low in lights. Game 6 of the World Series. It takes away the bad stuff at the end. Low lights only from Van. <laughs> Phil Beam joins us whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, Sports Animal. Back on the program, Phil Beam, who runs Camp Shaver, here with us. He's also a, this is the worst to see even say out loud, so I'm so very sorry. He's a New York Giants fan. Giants. Um, so, so difficult and unfortunate, Phil. Uh, you know. Somebody has somebody has to love him. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fourteen million people in New York City. That's well, That's right. none That's of right. those. We've talked about this. New Yorkers aren't from New York. Yeah, it's like there's, it's like fifteen percent. And there's only one team from New York, anyways. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills the of New Buffalo York. Buffalo Bills. Yeah, the New Jersey of New York State. <laughs> Giants. Well, I lived in New Jersey. That's why I like the Giants. Oh, there that it is. tracks. It's all on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got a uh, got a real boardwalk guy here. Got a real. Uh, all right, so forty five million dollars a year for your guy. Is that what I'm saying? Forty two point five. 
Is it 42? I thought it was 160 for four years. It's 40 million. Yeah, for, it's 40 Average exactly. Out to 40, yeah. But, yeah. With a potential 40 more in escalators. Right. Well, <laughs> look, like, the thing is. He could make 50 million a year. Daniel Jones could make will not. 50 million a year. If, if he improves on this season, if he does better next season than he did this season, then maybe it's worth it. But if he goes back to what he did the first three years, then. Yeah, it was a terrible deal. Yeah, you're accurate. And, and what, what do I think is going to happen? And even I don't be- want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even beyond that, he got paid in, in true Matt Flynn fashion. He got paid off of that one playoff game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had, the game, he had the game of his life. Basically. Literally the best game he ever played in his entire life was to have a road win against the Minnesota Vikings. And then get a hundred sixty million, possibly two hundred million. Lizzo yeah. hates him. Yeah. Oh well. You know. More power to him. Miss that one. <laughs> That's Sorry. a good one. That's a good one. Okay. It's a Lizzo reference. She. Uh, Is she from Minnesota? She got a lyric about loving the Minnesota. Oh, okay, cool. We did, we did bad bitch anthems that's, yesterday. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, that's fine. Philly, they did not pay the best player in the league, which is Saquon Barkley. Therefore, he hates you. He hates your team. He hates everything about the blue and white. I don't think he hates them all, but, uh, you know, he got paid something with the franchise tag. 10.03, which is like just, nothing. Just not what he wanted. That's not even close to what he wanted. Oh, He's five, five million short of what he wanted. <laughs> he got real healthy one year, and he said, baby. Look, look, again, well, they're never going to sign him to a long-term deal. If no. He, if, he, if he stays healthy this year, he's going to be tag, tagged again, or they're going to they're gonna trade him or whatever. Three, three years, 12 or 13 million times. Why, why yeah. did the Giants trade away their best wide receiver to the Chiefs, and then he became their best kick returner, and then he helped them win a Super Bowl, and the Giants are the Giants? That is an excellent question. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, did, why did they hire... Dave Gettleman as a general manager in general. That was my number one question. All the rest of it is secondary to that. <laughs> there you go. They don't really have a plan over there. They, they, uh, they really lost the plot with Dave Gettleman. Now, they didn't Joel, pick up the fifth-year option on Daniel Jones so that they could pay him $42.5 million over well, the first two years yeah, they and then average out to $40 million, <laughs> possibly $50 million a year. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to want to talk about? I mean, Camp Shaver's going good, right? Camp Shaver is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Camp Shaver is not run like the Giants is. <laughs> Giants. Uh, anyway, Camp Shaver's going great. We Our enrollment is rolling in. Um, sessions are filling up really, really fast. If people want to get in, they got to get in soon. If they want to get into LIT, uh, the, our leaders in training program, they got to really work at that because we only got like six spots left. Oh, my goodness. Can you yeah. talk a little more about that? What is a leadership and training program? The leader and training, the LITs are... They're they come, super cute. They come for three weeks. First week, they do like a staff training, learn how to be a counselor, learn what it means. Second week, they go backpacking. Third week, they come in and they shadow counselors in the cabins um, and learn really hands-on what it's like to be a counselor. How cool. And then from there, they can be a CIT, which is a counselor in training. They volunteer for up to four weeks. The next year and they and then and then we hire our staff come directly from those people that go through our training except for you know we probably have five or six uh counselors a year that don't come don't grow up through our program the rest 
come through our program. So, if so you're, that's a way smarter so, setup so they than the New exactly York Giants. they know exactly what they're doing when that, by the time they get there. Yeah, if the <laughs> Giants had a farm team, that would be a great place for Daniel Jones. <laughs> so if you're a counselor, you spend the whole week up there. You drive up there on a Sunday, you're up there to Sunday. Uh, Sunday to Saturday, you, yeah. you get off. You you start around ten o'clock on a Saturday, Sunday. You end around twelve o'clock on a Saturday, oh, and so you have a little little time off, twenty two hours or so. That's, and you're not <laughs> your camp isn't in the alley in between Gold and Silver downtown. No, no, no. no you're no, in the freaking Hemis. You got to drive an hour. It to is get some back of the in, most beautiful territory to, on earth. Right, yeah, and if you want to get into town, you got to drive an hour to get anywhere. Sure. So, so you but, just you put them in a bunk. Like, how does it work? Like, they just they just they they're there. They they are camp. It's the people yeah, that are yeah. camp. I know, hundred percent. Oh, it's crazy to me. It's great. Real summer it's great. camp. It's the best thing about camp is is the relationships that kids make while they're there. That that translates all the way out to uh, to school and right. to working at home. And if they have a good experience at camp, there's just been a, a national a five year national study just came out showing the correlation between a good camp program and school and self-confidence and all sorts of great outcomes. The, I, I listened to a uh, This American Life one time on camp life, like camp culture or whatever, and this study that they were covering said that kids that went to camp, summer camp, for it was more than one year. It wasn't like a one-year thing, but if you went four years or whatever, then the fellowship that they built as young adults – they go into still stay connected through adulthood, and then they like business opportunity or or romantically or whatever. They end up like like spending significant times of their lives together forever. It's Which, it's like a it's like a fraternity. Yeah, in, in that's college. the word I should have went. It's, yeah, it's similar to that. It's similar to you know just going to a small university, private university that's small classes, and you get to know everybody there and. You live with you know you have connections with them the rest of your life. I still talk to all my old camp buddies, all of them. Oh, yeah. Tyler, love that. <laughs> I've I've been in touch with uh, with I've been doing this for thirty over thirty years, and I'm still in touch with some of the counselors that I had my first year that I that I worked with my first year when I was a, a counselor, and that is awesome. Boys, I think I just had a moment of clarity. Why I'm such a pile of garbage? I never went to a summer camp. Well, come exactly. on, man. It's not too late. Okay. <laughs> well, adult camp. We haven't done your, your form of adult camp yet. <laughs> Which We're doing we need that. to. Yes, we are. <laughs> now, Presented by two men on. There you go. Now, Tyler, when you were at camp, did you learn, like, leadership and resilience and sportsmanship and decision-making and courage and teamwork? I or learned, did you just learn, like, bullying? I learned absolutely none of those things, but that's because <laughs> I, went to, I went to Hummingbird Music Camp. That's oh, right, right next door street. to Shaver. So, Camp Shaver. Uh, yeah, so while they were learning leadership, I was learning how to play a B-flat scale. Phil is losing it. <laughs> <laughs> so for the friend of the show that can't see this, as soon as you said hummingbird, Phil goes, no, that's JV. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that is not true. Hummingbird, hummingbird. is a great camp yeah. for learning to play an instrument. It yeah. really is. Yeah. I don't take anything away from them. We are a different camp. We don't compete directly with them at all because there's two They're different clientele. That's no. right. Yeah. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Yeah. We're good. I'm good friends with the people who run that. And you yeah, know, I remember we, Shaver we and Hummingbird being like very hand in hand, kind of together. Aww. Like we always yeah. had like a good relationship Kumbaya, with Shaver. I believe it's called. Well, yeah. We, they uh, they we used to do a softball game and stuff like that against Hummingbird, and it got too competitive. And uh, they <laughs> do like a Sadie Hawkins dance our, with them. Our uh, our counselors, I were too competitive, and 
they they stopped doing that. It's <laughs> not what you want to teach the kids. No, it's not, not, yeah. not a, yeah. cooperation over right, competition. Exactly. Yeah, sure. Probably a music and sports joke here. I just, I'm saying what he was trying to say is we were a bunch of band nerds and they don't want to come over to the camp anymore. And that's okay. <laughs> he's Phil's so nice. Yeah, Phil's so nice. He's insanely I, nice. You know. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. On radio, especially. <laughs> All right, Tyler, real quick before we let Phil go, uh, what, what are your favorite s'mores ingredients, Phil? What do you, like, what do you, what, what do you add into your s'more that makes it special? I, well, I don't burn my marshmallow. That's the most important thing. Okay, that's a good If point. you burn your marshmallow, you're doing it wrong. Okay. Okay. So if you toast your marshmallow, toast it all the way around, nice and brown all the mm-hmm. way around, put that in there, that is heats up the whole thing and melts the chocolate and then you the graham crackers go around that it comes out perfect every time there it is but if you burn your marshmallow it doesn't get the inside hot enough to melt the chocolate tyler just puts reese's pieces on or reese's peanut butter cups on well his. that's that's another good thing to do that's, i like i like almond hershey's i season mine normally with oregano and coriander <laughs> and the regular spices <laughs> all right <laughs> Tyler yeah. makes tikka masala <laughs> After I make my sport, you know, you know how a gram has like the uh, what, the perforated middle or whatever where mm-hmm. you can crack it. So when I do mine, I crack it in the middle and then pull it apart and do the stringy pull apart move. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with this? It's very messy, but when people see me do it, they go, "Oh, that's that's weird." I like that. Wish he wouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's a lot wasting a lot of mellow here. You want a real Burkenio move? Put a hot Cheeto in the s'more. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah. Phil's taking notes. <laughs> or some Takis. How yeah. many? My how many? Man, how many spots? How many spots are open for camp? Uh, well, there's there's a few. Le- there's several left right now. Okay. We got probably 200 spots left, but weeks are starting to fill up. We got several weeks that are about half full, so. We're um, we're it's 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 going very fast, um, and we get you know probably eight to ten registrations a day. So. Oh, is it that many? Oh yeah. man, okay. they're pouring in. They are. So you're saying like within the next two weeks this thing will be full? Well, I would. Say, last year we were full and had to turn people away by mid-April. Okay. So okay. What's and what's it cost? Uh, Six hundred dollars is the base rate. Yeah. Um, we we have financial aid available. Um, and uh, it's, it's a great time. And then, all right, so if I call and reserve my spot, is it payment the day I reserve it, or is there a plan? How does that work? $100, $100 deposit, and then you can you pay it off two weeks prior to going. Okay. Well, that's not bad at all. That's easy. And, okay. you, can, and you can make payments on that as you go yeah. all through the next, all through the spring. Love that. And then the best way to get a hold of you and the best way to sign up? Best way to, best way to get a hold of me is to call the Y here. Yeah. Um, and my 505-595-1515. Right. And my extension is 3116. And uh, the best way to register is go to the website um, and click on the Camp Shaver and go down to the bottom of the page. And it says register now. Click on that. And you go right through. Well, I just did it that quick. So I know it's easy. Yeah, if I, if easy. I can do it, I know it's easy. Right. There you go. Anything Proof we miss? positive. Anything we missed, Phil? Uh, no, it's going to be a great summer. And uh, you need to be a part of it. You're out there thinking about it. Now's the time to make the decision. Is it, cra- is it crazy for you to have such great summers with the camp and then such terrible falls and winters with the Giants? <laughs> well, you know, it does it does make it it does make it a, the bitter pill easier to swallow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just wondering. I think Camp works. Shaver is probably the Eagles and then Hummingbird would be his Giants. That's... Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. Hummingbird is fantastic. I can second that. My daughter also went to Hummingbird. Yes. Yeah. So it's like legit nice. It is. It's we a like good both. place. We Not like as both. nice as Camp Shaver, but again, no. Well, it's again. it's a different focus. You know, we we, we focus compete. on all sorts of. Uh, Different skills, outdoor skills. I know a lot of kids that went to both. If you can afford to go to both. If you can afford to go to both, yeah. Why not? Star Wars Week, Pirate Week, Guardian of the Galaxy Week, Olympics Week, Big Fun and Color Wars. That's the big two-week one, Mystery Week, and then Harry Potter Week. So you can uh, kind of choose from your whatevers. Yeah. I like that. And those themes, those themes kind of dictate how the counselors look, but the activities are very similar. We do a lot of the same activities. We just theme them a little bit differently. Right. So if you like that movie, you're going to recognize some things. If you don't like that movie and you that's the only week that we have, you're still going to have a great time. You don't have to dress up. No. If Star Wars week is full and you're forced to go to a secondary nerd culture like Harry Potter, just bring your Stormtrooper outfit. Sure. You can wear Star, Star Wars. You can, yeah. you can be the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars visitor on Harry Potter. <laughs> And super in on that. We wrap up the program whenever we get back. Phil, thank you so very much, brother. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Well, that's how he thought the Giants didn't suck, so I couldn't stop laughing. They suck so bad. Won a playoff game last year. How long we got, Tyler? Analyzing talent, though. Big congratulations to our Snoop Dogg winners today. Virgil and Vince, a couple friends of the show. This is a good program. I love being here. I like the Y, man. I got a workout in before I set up and did the show today. You know I've been doing that. You know I've been doing double duty with the university. It's be the workload picks up a little bit in the spring. Sure. Uh, spring sports. Mm-hmm. Track is at nationals right now. Uh, wrestling didn't have a representative in the D2 tournament, but that you know that's okay. You know maybe you know maybe in the years to come. But bounce back. Yeah, baseball, softball is doing so very tremendously up there right now. It, it, there's just a lot going on in my day job. And then, I guess is Dave now the right terminology for me in this world? They're both of equal value to me. The university job and this job mean the world to me. Sure. So, anyways, you can be uh, passionate about two things. Yeah, I've been spending enough time at the Y. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. It's been I need to I need to. Re, re, what? Re, commit, re, up, re, yeah. whatever. I got to get you back to uh, our friends at Evolve Strong too, and get what a hot yoga class or some kind of their personal training sessions. Whoa! Or... I mean, man. I mean, if I go to hot yoga, I actually probably really enjoy it. There's no, not. I mean, it's it's just feel fantastic. Fun, yeah. It's euphoric. Tyler, when's the last time you worked out? This morning. Where at? Hey. I work out every day. Where at? Uh, it's either at the CB Fitness over here downtown or just okay. I like that. Yeah. So I mean, you want to come to the Y? What's up? You just want to hang out? Or? I could go to the Y. I'm not allowed in certain Ys. That's Fred. <laughs> Fred, under, under. It's like a weird thing to say is that I'm not allowed to go to the YMCA, but I'm not allowed. Un- <laughs> underneath YMCA. that shaggy hair and baggy clothes yeah. lies an elite level athlete. That's you, Tyler? For right. a musician. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like anyone's ever mistaken a skateboarder for an athlete. That cannot be true. (laughs) (laughs) Good program today. Good coverage overall. Big thank you to Kevin Gibro who joined us. That was very fun. I love that. Very fun. Big thank you to Ty and Dane and Phil. We didn't take any calls today. I'm okay with that. 
Too busy. Too busy. Too busy and too damn entertaining. Vince and Virgil, congratulations on your Snoop Dogg tickets. Final words, Van? Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Tyler, anything? Nothing for me. I'll see you all manana. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.